0: Welcome to another episode of the What's Good Games podcast. I'm Andrea Renee, joined in studio by special guest Chastity. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. So tell me exactly how to pronounce your last name so I don't screw it up. It's Vicencio.
1: Vicencio. Mm-hmm. That's it, badass. I get a lot of Vincenzo. I get a lot of, yeah, they think I'm Italian.
0: I mean, it looks Italian it on paper. It does look Italian
1: on paper. It does, yes. Vincencio. Vicencio. Vicencio. Oh, I love that. Thank you.
0: Uh, We also have Miss Brittany Brombacher here, Hello, someone with
2: another last name that's hard to pronounce. Yes.
0: Yes. Everyone messes up your last name. Yeah. It's true. It's a big thing. But no one messes up Christine Steimer's last name. Oh, that's not true at all. do they? Hi. What do they
1: say? Yeah. Steamer? Oh, boy. They're like, is it
0: Steamer? And I'm like, no. No.
3: No, you see
1: two E's? No. no, It's not not Steamer. It's really not Steamer. Yeah.
0: Well, welcome to uh, the What's Good
1: Game studio. Thank you. I love it in here. It's so cute, and I love all the decorations. Oh, thank Nicely you. Nicely done.
0: Yeah, I have yeah. a toy problem. It's it's No, it's good. It's a thing. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes for good background uh, on, on the
1: set. Oh, my God. There are Pikachus in love behind me. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know They're so cute. I so, love them.
0: These two little
1: uh, Pikachus. <gasps>
0: Are, were a gift uh, when John and I got married from my friend uh, Yesenia, who works at the Pokemon company. They're so oh. cute, and they're holding yes. a heart. See, there's one Pikachu has a little flower. Aww. That's me, and the other cute. Pikachu is John. Are you sure? he doesn't wear flowers in his hair. Maybe John <laughs> likes flowers in his hair. <laughs> he he does. Uh, no, he doesn't. No.
1: <laughs> That's adorable. But yeah, they're cute. That's a really cute
0: gift but i don't have i thought about putting them on the set somewhere but we just like the problem is we have so much cute stuff it's I think hard to get on the couch right now. yeah the, they yeah. just compete here you could see there, there you, go. you go they'll be they're, part they're of the right show they're right on the corner of the shot you they're part of the show now <laughs> <laughs> um but um we had a big announcement this week with you so you put out this really fun video earlier in the week mm-hmm. of you impersonating Nick Fury <laughs> from the Avengers. <laughs> so good. Yes. Because you have now assembled this amazing cast of That's people right. for the GameSpot co-op stage at E3.
1: Yes. I'm so excited. I was just itching to tell everyone who I was working with because I was just really excited for weeks, but I knew I had to wait for the the video. It's the best way to announce everything. And it was super fun. We told everyone to just do like dumb versions of superpowers. You guys did a great job. <laughs> We've got a pencil trick. We've got some like zoom in with the eyes a dog appeared there were bubbles that was really great and all the other groups did really fun things as well funhouse like took it very literally and they all were avengers in that video kind of funny and then uh wwe are going to be part of it too i'm very psyched about
0: that so yeah we have a great lineup and i'm really stoked to work with you guys Yeah, we are pumped. It's going to be an awesome time at E3 this year. So just as a reminder for everybody who's listening and or watching, you can catch our What's Good Games panel on the GameSpot co-op E3 stage Tuesday, June 12th at 4 p.m pacific time mm-hmm. and that's at gamespot.com is there any other places they can catch the live stream or yes. that's just where you guys are pointing people yes.
1: gamespot.com is where we're pointing people but you can also watch it on gamespot's twitch channel so twitch.tv slash gamespot or youtube we have also it's also gamespot yeah so basically where, wherever you want to watch it
0: gamespot's everywhere yes and mm-hmm. you guys are partnered with twitter gaming as well yes
1: yeah we might be streaming on twitter as well so Keep a lookout for that. We're definitely, we're partnering with them. So I've, I'm not sure what the exact details of that are, but we are definitely partnering with them. So they might either just link to the streams or be able to periscope them as well, but I'm not sure yet. But it's very
0: exciting. We'll find out. Don't <laughs> worry. We'll, uh, we'll relay it to you guys. Yes. Uh, we also will be doing quite a bit at E3. In addition to appearing on the GameSpot co-op stage, Ooh. we are appearing on the Facebook Live Studio, which is going to be on the E3 Facebook page. So I believe that's facebook.com slash E3 Expo. Let me double check that. That's exciting. So many. Yeah. Where we we partnered with girls. them last year for the Raise Their Game mm-hmm. Uh, initiative that they're doing and they are going really big this year. Yes, it is, uh, facebook.com slash E3 expo, uh, where all of our videos will be live streaming. We got three days of streams kicking off on Tuesday morning. The exact time we're s- is still TBD, but we will be live by noon Pacific time for sure. But we might, we might kick things off a little bit earlier. Uh, we're, we're still working on those final details now, but it's going to be great. We've got a lot of cool people coming by. We've got interviews. With developers, we've got some creators coming by. We've got some celebrity guests. It's it's going to be a long week, Chastity. That's awesome. Yeah, that that sounds like a lot of prep. Yeah,
1: but it's yeah, been, it's going to be great. It's going to be. It's been Brittany. Brittany, what are you laughing
2: at? Oh, nothing. I love my
1: life. Our lives are great. They are
0: everything is good, and we are getting plenty of rest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very well rested, uh, 9 hours of sleep a night. It's great. So I mean, is that you're shaking your 5 hour energy in front of the in front of the camera? Oh dude, I'm living
2: off of these energy shots. Oh my god The other day my stomach felt like cold and I'm like is this because I've had too <laughs> much caffeine? What's happening here? I don't think is this is a side effect. Be. I don't know. It's fine. Your, your stomach, stomach fine. felt cold? Yeah, it was really strange and I think yeah, I was buzzing off too much caffeine and I'm like I don't think this is oh, normal, man. but I survived and drank a lot of water and I lived to tell the tale.
1: Man, you just balance it out with the water, <laughs> I and I know.
0: think you'll be all right. Yeah,
3: Brit, <laughs> I'm don't not die though. from five-hour
1: energy. Yeah,
0: please don't die. I'll just blame you yeah, Maybe Maybe you should scale back on those, Britt. I think the thing in those that's really not good for you is has a lot of taurine in them, right?
2: I think I'm average, like one a day. And for me, that's a lot of caffeine because I don't drink coffee. So I think I'm just mm-hmm. really sensitive
0: to it. I think that's what happened.
2: Because only one of these has as much caffeine as a cup of premium coffee. So that's not a lot. But mm-hmm.
1: – I remember the first time I ever drank one of those, my hand was shaking slightly. But also I was the same as you. I could not like uh drink coffee regularly. So I was just like, oh, well, I need to be awake. It's so early in the morning and I just took the entire thing oh, and then no. my hand was shaking. Did that happen to you at all? No. I, I no, okay. I never took this on an empty stomach and I
2: always make sure I'm you know, don't always take like a quarter at a time. Otherwise, yeah, you will die. But you smart, didn't, so that's very great.
0: smart. Happy yeah. Career. I used to I used to take up to two of those a day. Is that bad? Dang. Is that bad? But I, I also used to drink double Red Bulls. Andrea. Yeah. I process caffeine, like I metabolize caffeine at an inhuman rate. It's not it's not good. That's the key. Conditioning <laughs> <Yeah>. yourself. Exactly. <laughs> you know, otherwise I get the caffeine, the, the the caffeine headaches, those are the worst. Such a slave to caffeine. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not good. But Let's not, let's not dwell on all our addiction to caffeine. Um, I'm also, I announced uh, earlier this week that I'm going to be at EA play, which Woo! is super exciting. Um, so you guys can watch me start the pre show at 1030 a.m. Pacific time at EA.com and everywhere else that is streaming the EA press conference. So there's a bunch of watch alongs happening. Um, I know you guys are streaming the conferences, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Um, kind of funny games is going to be doing a watch along if you guys want to check them out at twitch.tv slash kind of funny games um Britt and steimer will be there in the audience nice. throwing tannies um, at you
2: all day every hey, day i'll bring some extras
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: girl swing, swing them
3: be clean. <laughs> don't worry
2: also just clarify okay. okay. andrea's not just gonna be at ea play she's gonna be hosting the bitch she's gonna be yes, yes the one that's why that she's getting all the laces thrown at her she deserves them
0: yeah, it's yes, gonna you be, do. It's that gonna is going to be really awesome. fun. So Jose Sanchez and I are going to be doing some stuff in the pre-show, which is really fun. He worked with EA last year, and then I'm going to be kicking off the press conference and um hosting some cool segments throughout the show, which I can't talk about. Um <laughs> And then I'll be doing some uh, live stuff at the fan fest throughout the weekend, which is which is going to be fun as well.
4: That is so cool. You know,
0: this three day gaming festival, and they are going really big at FanFest this year, you guys. I can't tell you yet. Oh my god, this is so uh, exciting.
1: It's going to be
3: really cool. The hype is real. I'm
1: pumped. Hype it's- is so real right now. Oh,
3: it's going to be a whole week, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, doubled your E3. Because like normally, E3 is, is the next week, but now it's just It's already a lot. Getting yeah. longer
2: and bigger, that's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> I would hold up the pillow if
0: it was... Wait, 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 you can do it. I believe it, in you. It's there. There you go. There it is. Da 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 da.
2: I'm just so excited for you, Andrea Burnett. It's gonna be great.
0: Thanks. I'm I very can't wait to watch it. Be like, she's so pretty. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> if you hear people yelling that, it's That's us. Great.
0: Yeah. I'll be like, thanks, Dave. Time time. <laughs> It'll be great. It'll be great. <laughs> um, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's enough about our E3 plans. We, of course, will have all of that at on, at on our <laughs> social media channels. That's, um, twitter.com slash what's good underscore games, facebook.com slash what's good games, um, instagram.com slash what's good games official. And of course, you can find our hub of what we're going to be doing at E3 at what's good com. So it's going to be great. Uh, And in case you forgot, this is uh, the What's Good Games podcast, your source for video game news, commentary, analysis, and funny stuff. And I think now is probably a good time for us to get into some news. And don't forget, we are doing our Turbo Patron shoutouts later on in the show. Big thank you at the top of the show to all of our fine folks at patreon.com slash what's good games. Did our first pre-show live pre-show today for our, our new tier <laughs> how'd it go it went okay actually all right there wasn't a fire or anything so that's good yeah, we
2: that's just good were time. frozen for a little bit brimer was the thing Ooh. that came into yeah. existence there was a
3: sandwich of me and britney
2: that was fun so it was a like the, my top of my head and then it was timer's face and like me from the neck down so we became one unit we were one being nice. one creature. it's what we've
1: been destined to become yes
2: <laughs> absolutely it was a good time
1: like a Dragon Ball fusion.
0: Dragon Ball it.
2: fusion, yes. <laughs> that was really. Fun. I don't get this it. reference, but I'm gonna smile,
0: and pretend That's like okay. I do. <laughs> I don't get it either, Snimer. Okay. It's okay. You're not. You're not alone. <laughs> um. All right. So let's just go ahead and jump into the news because there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh. So first is the Destiny 2 news. So we all knew that they were going to be having this big expansion in the fall, but. This week, Bungie did a live stream with Deej and some of the other folks from the development team to talk about Forsaken, which is the name of the third expansion for Destiny 2. They showed a little bit of gameplay, and they talked a lot about what their year two plans are. So uh, I'm going to read a little bit of the write-up that comes from IGN.com. It says, Destiny 2 players are looking for more will have their prayers answered on September
4: 4th. That's the release date. (laughs)
0: Uh, that's when Bungie plans to start Games Year 2 with the release Of the newest Destiny 2 expansion In a stream, first details were Released that showed just how seriously It's taken some of the criticisms that have been Leveraged against the sequel's longevity and lack of content To answer some of the fan base's Restlessness, Bungie has announced New areas of play, a new weapon type, new game mode And an all new raid Well, it's about time mm-hmm. Destiny 2 had two content updates Since its October release last year Of course, Warm Wind Wind. and Curse of Osiris, <laughs> um, but of course you know they haven't had a full new raid. They just had a raid lair, uh, but the new raid that's coming in the fall is called the Dreaming City, and it will be fully fledged, meaning it'll be a brand new new area. They said more raid bosses than any other raid previously, which is hooray! It's pretty exciting. <laughs> that's, if they that can sounds be, intense, if they can beat Crota. That's pretty good. Crota is still one of my favorite raids. Um, Are you uh, big into Destiny?
1: I played a lot of Destiny 2 when it first came out, and then I fell off, and I haven't done any of the expansions after that. But I loved it for the initial first two months, and I was hooked on it, and that's what I did after work every day. So I think this is when I'm going to jump back in. I think I'm going to jump back in for Forsaken.
0: Yeah, it sounds like the quality of life changes that they're making are really Mm -hmm. a step in the right direction. Um, I'm really excited for the new mode, Gambit.
1: Uh, it sounds really interesting. I'm intrigued by the mix of the PvE and the PvP. And it it's interesting because like you are fighting your own enemies on the different sides. So it's 4v4. But So you have to collect all the moats and then you put them in a bank so that they will populate more bad guys on the other side. So you're just kind of trying to mess up the other side. And then you can sometimes send one person in. And it sounds like a lot of fun. They're going to have it playable at E3. And I think that will be really cool to jump into.
0: Yeah. So this was the part of the reveal that I was the most excited about Gambit, this new mode, which Chastity is describing. Um, I think it's a really interesting take on combining cooperative elements along with, uh, competitive elements. I think that this is going to really marry what people who played prison of elders and really loved it. Like me, um, you know, really enjoyed about that expansion, the house of wolves. And then of course bringing in a little bit of the crucible elements. I did, I mean, the direct PVP nature is going to, we have yet to see how it plays out in action because there is this, um, point where you're going to be able to kind of warp into the arena where your opponents are playing and kind of interfere with them somehow. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to be able to just kill them outright or. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah. Like. Once in a while,
1: one person can go in. So do they kill them, or do they just mess things up? Well, yeah, we'll we're going to find yeah. out at E3. Yeah. So that's
0: where people are going to be getting hands-on. Ladies, are either of you... um your skirt blown
3: up for this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: also, there's I mean, a bow
3: and arrow.
0: I'm always oh, yeah, interested, interested
3: in New Destiny things <laughs> with you. Um But I didn't actually get to catch this live stream happening, so I just have, like, read articles on it. So I, I feel like it would have been, been more fun to, like, see... The gameplay or see the new areas
2: so i watched the live stream and honestly at this point i am just so lost when it comes to destiny talk because i can't keep track of what is what what came out on the first destiny what are they comparing this to i don't know but what i do know is that i'm at a point now where if this wasn't the week before i guess this is the week of e3 technically and there wasn't a million things to do i would probably look at hopping into destiny 2 again I think all of the expansions and all these new things to discover, and the tweaks they're making, it sounds like it's a good time to hop in. Like you were saying, Chastity, I played Destiny 2 for the first, like, not two months, but maybe the first, like, few weeks or so, and then I dropped off. And I loved the first Destiny. So I have some history there. I'd like to hop back in. Skirt's not totally blown up. Maybe it's, like, skirted a little bit above my knees. It's not going, like, all the way up of <laughs> my face. My
3: eyes are still open. There's a light breeze under there.
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree. I think that's where the level
0: of excitement is at.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: A light yeah. breeze.
3: <laughs> See, my excitement's a little bit stronger than
0: a, li- than a light breeze. And I think it's because I've been raiding with the What's Good Guardians. Shout out to, nice. uh, to the clan. And I've been really rediscovering all the things that I love about Destiny. And while I'm still a little salty that Warmind was kind of as lame as it was, yes, Um, I'm excited for all of these changes. I think they are overdue. And what I said on Games Daily when I was talking to Greg about it it was like, I'm trying really hard to focus on the positive about what I love about Destiny and what is coming in the future and what's going to be great. But that being said, I still need to say that in the back of my mind, I can't help but keep going back to the thought. This is what Destiny 2 should have been at launch. They should have added new supers um an additional super i should say they should have added another enemy type which is what they're adding in the fall they should have added a new mode like this and granted like they had these a a few of those things in the in destiny 2 when it launched but destiny 2 just didn't feel like a fully fledged sequel i think that you know a lot of destiny players all agree on that and while these changes are great and i'm excited and yes i'm going to play it's kind of like well you probably have lost a lot of players that aren't going to give you a chance. back. I mean, like look at you guys's response, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like you're like, ah, I'm kind of excited. Yeah. Um, and I think the real thing that's maybe going to be a hangup for players. Like, like you ladies and other people out there who are maybe like, I'm sort of interested, but not really is the pricing because that seemed to be something that was very controversial mm-hmm. during the reveal. Now I have bought, I bought the original base game of destiny. <laughs> several times. We had, at one point, About John and I twice. had six Destiny discs flying around the house. Wow. Well, because when you bought each expansion back then, it, they, we just didn't have uh we didn't have the digital codes. We uh, had the, um we would get sent the discs that came with the expansion. And then, so we had like all of these discs. <laughs> but I spent like, I had the collector's edition, which had another disc. And then I got the collector's edition for um, The Taken King, which had another disc. There's a lot of stuff. There's That's a lot of discs. Days. Or maybe it was Rise of Iron. I don't remember. That's why I like anyway. digital now. Get out of my house, new yes. discs. I don't like you. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's talk a little bit about this price. So the big kind of controversy was all around the new... Annual pass that they've announced. So the DLC by itself, if you already own Destiny 2 is going to be 40 bucks mm-hmm. or $70 with the annual pass, which includes additional premium content. So they're essentially taking what used to be, you know, free seasonal updates, adding more content and now paying f- and making you pay for it. Now they have said that they're still going to be doing, you know, sporadic seasonal updates for people who've just bought the base game, but I'm kind of in the school of thought that I'm okay with them charging the annual pass. And that's because there are other games out there, plenty of other games that charge subscriptions that are that say, hey, you pay the subscription. We'll get you new content. And I don't care that Destiny is going that route. My only gripe about it is that I want them to rebalance how they distribute cosmetic items and make them not so expensive. Mm. I don't mind paying for content. But if it's not free to play, you got to bring the price of the cosmetics down or you got to increase how fast I earn them through in game play.
2: So I'm assuming no, I hear you, you have to, yeah. and this would make sense, have the other expansions in order to play
0: this one? You do. Yeah, you do. So you didn't need to have, excuse me, <clears throat> you didn't need to have Curse of Osiris to play Warmind, but now you're going to have to have Curse of Osiris and Warmind to play Forsaken. Okay. Yes. So that's new. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But does it make
2: sense? Do you have to be of a certain level anyway? <coughs> so do you need those expansions to get to that point? I don't know. That Pretty much. An- okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, so I'm right now like light level 365. So I'm like midway up to like where the new cap is. And so in order for me to compete once Forsaken comes out, if I really want to like play, against you know or with people that i have been playing with i mean you you gotta play you gotta play the expansions but also like bungie has been very clear that they have decided to focus on people who are playing destiny as a hobby they said that quite a bit during the stream this idea of destiny as a hobby we want to encourage people who are playing daily who are playing weekly who are going for the clan engrams who are you know setting up appointments to raid with their friends like they want to cater to the people who are making this a lifestyle because it's a games a service and then the only way for them to do that is to focus on those people because they've been really having trouble splitting the content between people who want all of the end game content to be better but also trying to cater to people who only want to pay for the base game and i'm kind of of the mindset that like you got to stop catering to people who only bought the base game a year post launch like Sure, cater to those people for the first six to twelve months. Absolutely. But then when you got to, we're talking about year two of content. If those people aren't willing to buy or to purchase DLC in year two, I feel like it's, it's not beneficial to either communities by trying to cater to them say, hey, thank you so much for playing the base game. We hope you guys liked all that content. Look at all this stuff that you can still play. You can still do all these crucible maps. You can still do this nightfall. You can still do all of this stuff. But this other cool stuff that we're working on, we kind of, we got to, we got, someone's got to, but someone's got to pay the, the bills around here.
3: I'm confused. <laughs> right? Yeah. This might be a really stupid question. But, so the annual pass is, and they, they've like, outlines the you know winter twenty eighteen, spring twenty nineteen, summer twenty nineteen content releases already. I'm like, are they are those supposed to be expansion type things or are they other type? Like what is the one-to-one for those that we would have seen already? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have an answer to
0: that yet. Okay. They weren't very specific about that on the stream. Right. Um and I think what we're gonna do is we're hopefully going to find out more about that at E3. Hopefully. Yeah,
1: it seems like Forsaken's like the big expansion and then possibly like a couple of smaller expansions. I feel like that's what you would get in an annual pass. And uh, as a lapsed gamer, like I'm I'm more inclined to just get Forsaken by itself because I don't know if I'm going to like the smaller expansions, but I feel like I'm going to really like Forsaken. But I don't know. I'm excited to jump back in, though.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be great. You should play with us. I will. Are you playing on PS4?
1: I am playing. I have PS4 and uh, PC, but I'm farther on PS4 because that's where I played yeah. with GameSpot folks. Yeah,
0: yeah. We'll play together. It'll All be right. fun. All right. Will they let me bump um, my light level? That is something that I hope they do. So they I have done so. that in the past, where you get like the little like light crystal thingy. I don't remember the. Please. Do you remember what they're called? I'm so Please. far behind. No, <laughs> um, I don't, well, they I might I don't not remember. actually make you let you bump your light level but they'll let you bump your overall level but but then once you do that your light level will follow they kind of go hand in hand but yeah so like when they released uh i believe it was rise of iron you were able to like fast track one character up to the max level
3: i think but it was just the max level right not
0: the light level not light level the experience level it's confusing. I know. <laughs> there are multiple levels we're here. Like what?
2: <laughs> so you, so you have the new enemies. Did you get the yes. new location that you were hoping for?
1: Well,
4: mm.
1: so we've got, yeah, that dreaming City is like dreaming is the awoken's homeworld. I guess that's cool. That's somewhat interesting, but it's like mostly an area for like end game content. It's got like puzzles and interesting secrets to discover, but I don't know if I'm super stoked about that aspect of it.
0: So the other place is called reef? The Something Shores, and it's in the Reef. So I'm excited that we're going back to the Reef because I don't think we spent really enough time there. We haven't really spent a lot of time there since House of Elders. Uh, House of Elders. <laughs> House of Wolves. So I'm thinking of Prison of Elders. Um, and we, di- we didn't really do a lot of story content. On the Reef, I mean, obviously we had the Awoken Queen and her weird brother and their whole weird storyline. Um, and hopefully we'll find out what's happening with her. Um, But they have this new prison that they're talking about, how Kate Six has been putting all these bad guys in this prison. Now there's going to be a prison break. I'm excited to see all that content. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens is that I feel like... Destiny introduces these tidbits of lore that are really exciting and then they are like, Okay, that's it. And I'm like, but but I just More I just got, I just got here. I just ah <laughs> wait. And then they don't let you go back and replay it, which is kind of frustrating because in mm-hmm. Destiny Original you could go back and play the story missions over and over again if you wanted to. But you can't really do that right mm-hmm. now in mm-hmm. Destiny Two unless you start an alt character and even then it's not the it's not the same. Bummer. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Can we talk really quick about the weapons? Yeah. Um, so we got the new triple bow and Triple shotguns, arrow. everybody. Yeah. Yes, you can get triple shotguns if you want. That's It's going to be madness. But I don't know. I don't know if I would want to do that.
0: I would try it, though. I'd try it just to try it. It's, but- it I'd say it's no bueno because those, those <laughs> Vex hobgoblins, man, that snipe you, you got to have a way to shoot them from a distance. Mm-hmm. Like with this new bow and arrow that you've now brought up twice that I keep interrupting you every It's time supposed you bring to be really powerful. So I right? I just want to sport a bow and arrow.
1: So
4: Space, they said bow they're and gonna arrow. have a yes. short, <laughs> medium,
0: and long range bow and arrow. Cool. So uh, that to me sounds like
3: three weapon slots.
4: Mm-hmm. Wait, so like mm-hmm. a
0: shotgun
3: bow, like in Assassin's Creed Origins?
0: Sweet, ooh, with like ooh. like a sp- bow with like multiple spread. Seems possible, yeah. Destiny.
3: That's a, that was that really cool. that was very fun to use. I have to say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like ha. <laughs> Have five arrows to the chest, sir. I feel like that's the only <laughs> kind of bow
2: and arrow I could ever use because my accuracy is just pure shit. So if I can oh, get yeah. like a shotgun or like something semi-automatic mixed with a bow, I think I will be okay. Because I can't use bows That'd in games; cool. I, my accuracy is too bad. This might be my one shot, my one opportunity. Will I capture it or will I let it slip? <laughs>
4: uh,
0: <laughs> Jeez. Just dropping
4: some M M&M. and so I like, love, I you, love
0: it. I love it, Brett. I think you could, you could, you could do it if you just practice.
4: Yeah, girl, I've been, been practicing for twenty five t- years. With I a st- bow and
0: arrow? Well, not with a bow, with just accuracy and games <laughs> in <laughs> general. It's gotten worse.
2: <laughs> There's
0: no hope. Or have you been practicing your rap skills? <laughs> well, help. yeah, they're both about the yeah,
2: same yeah. amount
1: of shitty. So it's you know, I don't know. It sounded pretty good to me. <laughs>
4: Thank yeah, you. I, so I have you a
3: know, fan. Think you know more rap than Big like fan. Andrea and I. <laughs> You're always Enough. like spitting things off, and we're like, wait, what are you talking it's about? It's be nasty, bitches. It's my name. Damn. Anyway. As Um, we were, anyway,
0: (laughs) as we were, I I am excited for the quality of life changes. Being able to like mass delete shaders, Mm -hmm. getting 200 more vault slots, being able to not have restrictions to the weapons. They're doing something with the mod system. Mm -hmm. They are doing reworks to um, exotic armor, which you know they've already started to detail. You know, so this is all good. I'm gonna try to remain optimistic and positive and hope that this is all awesome. Still gonna say. It should have happened a year ago, but better late yes. than never. Yes, and indeed.
3: um yeah, well, um how amazing we'll, we'll is it when you they know. release Destiny three, and it's gonna be like the same shit all over again?
4: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> not <same> we're, <laughs> not even, we're not even entertaining
0: that <laughs> conversation. Andrea's timer. doing it's real happening. good at
2: being optimistic <laughs> and looking at the glasses. Being I love it. Full.
3: Let's all be. Optimistic. I'm trying to be
1: positive, Stimer. <laughs> we It's gonna optimistic. be really <laughs> good. Everything's amazing. <laughs> be great, and the bow arrow is super gonna be really fun. There's a super called Fire Knives, and that's exactly Wait. what it is. It's just Fire Knives. What is it that? It's so, mean? so you great. spin
3: around and throw Fire Knives?
0: Fire Knives.
3: I'm yeah. Just, I'm going
1: to yell Fire
0: Knives when
3: that's I funny. use it's it.
0: It's the new Hunter Super, right? Yeah. So it's so. a re- yeah. It's a rework of Golden Gun.
3: I was about to say, that sounds like a pew pew. Um, do you guys remember that old video on the internet where was, he was like, Fireball, Fireball. It was like people playing, yes. like LARPing? No. That's exactly
1: what I'm going to do with Fire Knives. Perfect. Fire knives, fire knives, fire <laughs> knives. Fire knives. Fire announce
3: it. <laughs> it. <laughs> well, you have to, and another otherwise is you like can't a, count the
1: damage points. It's true, it's true. And there's a giant hammer that you can slam down and turn into a fire tornado. Yes, And that's the last. I'm sorry, thing what? Play. That's really cool. There's like a giant hammer. and You slam it down, and it turns into a fire tornado.
0: Yeah, that's the new. um Set. That's the new Titan super. Oh, Brittany, you go it be was a fire tornado by Rise girl? of Iron. Yeah, yeah. That does look yeah. pretty yeah. awesome. That shake fire tornado. That's cool. I think the warlocks are OP because everyone at Bungie is a warlock. I'm a warlock too. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I <Hunter>? don't <laughs> <have> to be <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I just want them to. I just want is. them to stop it's neglecting fun. the hunters. Yeah. Why do? Why is all of my armor so ugly? But we got Kate's armor in Destiny, except for the raid gear, which is really cool.
1: Kate, so what, what's Cates the on, warlock's new special? Or did you already talk about that? Um, they can now teleport and then explode. It's going to be
0: OP and what? PvP. I can see it already. Yeah. I like how he's like, it kind of breaks the game, but I kind of love that. And I was like, what? What? No. <laughs> Why? It's going to be so
1: frustrating to like face off against, but it's going to be great to use. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God. I have
3: to get my warlock Good up times. to speed. Good times. I've always wanted Man. to explode myself. Right?
0: <laughs> Good times. <laughs> okay, so I'm actually going to put a pin in the destiny talk so we can move on, because now... We've, we've talked about Destiny for quite a bit. Okay. We talked about Pokemon last
2: week for like 30 minutes.
0: We, it's we did. It's, it's true. true. We did. For like 40 minutes. <laughs> um, all right. Next up, Assassin's Creed was leaked. So it was leaked and then it was confirmed all in the space of what 24 hours. Very I think quickly. it happened. Um, so this news is a little bit old because it broke like last Friday, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it. And we're big Assassin's Creed fans over here. So, um, over at Polygon, they wrote, Assassin's Creed Odyssey has been confirmed by Ubisoft as the next entry in the open-world franchise, just hours after an image of the game's name and logo were leaked and spread online. The Assassin's Creed Twitter posted a short video Thursday evening last week confirming the game's name and appearance at E3 2018. So...
3: Dear WGG
0: patron, Mr. Brandon, gone, gone, gan, gan who gone. knows, Uh wrote in. So don't forget, this is one of our brand new Patreon tiers. Patreon.com slash West Good Games for two bucks a month. You can submit questions to be read on the show. He writes, with Assassin's Creed Odyssey now revealed, do you believe it should be released this year, resuming the yearly tradition, or should it be held for next year as origins prove the extra time for development to be beneficial? I think he answered it. Quality over quantity. So you think it? Sh- they should hold it? They should not yeah. release
1: it this year? Yeah, I want quality over just like, oh, it's it's time. It's time of year. It's October. It's time to go. Crank it out. You done yet? You done yet? Good. Ship it.
4: No, okay. that's
2: fair. I think what we should do is see how this next Assassin's Creed game comes out, how it looks, because now that they have origins, they have the formula down of like, what works well, what doesn't? If they can make it similar to that, I think it could turn out to be really well. And you wouldn't know it's an annualized title. Not only that, I'm not super familiar with all of Ubisoft Studios, but I know they have a lot. They have a lot of people there. So there's a chance this has been worked on for quite a while. Just a little hunch.
3: That's a good point. A hunch? We'll see. Yeah, but they were doing that before, too. <laughs> like, it wasn't the same studio cranking that title out every year. Right. So I think, though, people... Yes, Simon, right, You're correct. So, I'm I, saying like it doesn't necessarily help because you still have some, sometimes disasters. Like, which one was the one that was really broken? I forgot the name of it. Already. Unity. Unity. No. Unity yeah. 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 Oh, that was glorious.
2: So many eyeballs in that game. So mm.
0: many eyeballs. So many I good screenshots. Listen, I didn't think it was that bad. I really enjoyed my time in Unity. I thought France looked beautiful. Was it the best Assassin's Creed? Absolutely not. But I didn't think it was as horrific. As people are making it out to be. But then again, just like my experience with State of Decay 2 proves, it's all about which bugs you get and which bugs you don't, right? So like if the my playthrough didn't have, you know, these terrible bugs happening constantly, I, of course, am not going to think it was that bad. But maybe for some people it was really shitty. This was but a magic eight ball prediction
2: that we made. Oh, it was? Ooh. It was. So if you go to what'sgoodgames.com right now, I listed out all of our Magic 8-Ball predictions. So as the announcements roll out, you can keep track. Just know everything that's wrong. Blame it on the 8-Ball. So we asked, <laughs> will Assassin's Creed be at E3 in the Magic 8-Ball? Said, as I see it, yes.
3: We're one for
1: one, Ooh. ladies. Good job, Magic 8-Ball. You did it. We did
4: it. To answer Brandon's question,
3: I'm with chastity. I hope they hold it. I don't want this to be this year because for me personally, like I can't play Assassin's Creed games every year. It's just, they're too much. I still didn't even finish Origins. Same. Yeah. That's how slackers. I
1: feel too, slackers. I was I was too busy collecting moons at the time in <laughs> Mario R C.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of moons to collect. I don't so blame many you moons. There. <laughs> um, I'm excited for this. I would be down for another one this, this fall. The only problem is, <laughs> <laughs> but also re- there's right, there's a lot going on in fall. There's a there's a lot going on in the fall, particularly this giant open world western game mm-hmm. that Cyber conveniently mentioned. Small, tiny indie game called yeah. Red Dead Redemption. Well, there's also a lot happening <laughs> yeah. in September now too. So we've got the you know the Destiny expansion. Spider Man. We've got Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Spider-Man. We've got Spider Man for PS4. And then in October, mm-hmm. at the beginning of October, we've got new Call of Duty Black Ops Four. Mm-hmm. And we've got Battlefield Five presumably coming. We don't have a release date for that yet, but I think that's probably going to be in the I October right. November window. You know, if if their previous release schedule is any kind of indication. And Pokemon. Uh, what else do we have? Oh, Pokemon Pokemon, um, Pokemon, Let's Go, though. Oh, that counts. Mm-hmm. I'm playing the shit out of that bitch. I'm going to play there that, too. Oh, I know I'm you, definitely you're going to play the shit out of that bitch, but I'm not going to. I'm going to crack
1: my TV with that Pokeball. I know, girl. Me trying too. to get a Psyduck. <laughs>
0: That's <laughs>
4: yes. why you have a
3: strap. A wrist strap. I know. I don't care. It's the safety help. strap.
0: Um, what else is confirmed that we know so far for the fall?
3: Oh, Anything girl. Big, I don't know. I'm after missing?
0: Red not, Dead, like, really, think you list
1: Exactly. I think you listed all the ones off the top of my head
0: hmm let's see i wonder if no rage rage 2 can't possibly be coming this year that has got to be next year
1: 2019 would be my guess
0: fallout 76 though last time bethesda announced fallout they're like it's they're out. like four it's months
4: yeah could be. could be this year
0: hmm. it's gonna be a busy
1: holiday you guys it's gonna Not be great is. it's gonna be wonderful yes. excited so busy q4 is looking great
0: <laughs> all right so <laughs> next There was a new Hitman game leaked. Well, allegedly, I should say. Over at IGN.com, they say, It looks like a possible Hitman 2. The sequel to 2016's episodically released Hitman game has been leaked. An image of what definitely looks like the Hitman 2 logo has appeared on the Warner Brothers Games Live website after the publisher recently entered into a publishing agreement with IO Interactive. IGN has reached out to WB Games for comment and will update shortly should they respond. So as of the time that we're recording the show... We don't have uh, an official response. We don't have a confirmation. Maybe by the time the podcast goes live on Friday, it will have been confirmed. Who knows? I, yeah. But it if sounds
3: like all things point to the end of this article. It says Hitman. the Hitman Twitter account also teased a new Hitman announcement announcement for June seventh.
0: Yes. So something will happen by the time this goes up. Well, there you June go. Seven. There you go. Hitman 2 confirmed. I don't know if that's what it's called. (laughs) Maybe it's called something else. Maybe it's like Hitman, the next steps. No, that sounds lame. Um, (laughs) I hope it's called Hitman. Serious murder time. Another one. Another one. And another one. That's a DJ call. Have you ladies played the Um, Hitman
2: series? Are you familiar with it?
1: Yes, really. Yeah, I haven't. Okay. Not really. Why? I know really? what it's about. Should try it. I should. I, I play fail it. I should. spectacularly at Hitman. That's what I'm afraid. of. <laughs> <laughs> I play it. I've, I've watched. I've watched people play, and I've watched a few like gameplay clips, and I was like, I I would feel so nervous playing
0: this. Oh, but I, the beauty is you get to play by yourself. So if you if you <sighs> fuck it up, it doesn't matter because
1: no one's watching. I should try it. I, I've heard nothing but good things about the 2016 game. Or Yeah.
3: Or timer. Season. I, no, I've again. I've only watched like videos of it. But I, okay. which is weird, because I'm like this is totally my kind of game, where you're like creative murder. I'm into it. Let's figure <laughs> out how to do the, the objective in whatever way possible. It's like a puzzle, which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I played the
2: beta, and I did one mission where you had to kill some person. That's why you have to do all. All the missions are that way. And I ultimately ejected him. I catapulted catapulted him out of his jet. And I found out later that was like one of the toughest missions to do. And I just realized that. So I think I have newfound confidence that I can actually enjoy this game and not be totally terrible at it. Because I'm real bad at being stealthy. I'm real bad at being sneaky. But the fact that I was able to do that, I feel confident. But
3: you smart, girl. I smart. I'm very impressed. I did
2: real good. And I it was actually I did a did. let's play of it on my old YouTube channel and it it was really fun. I really enjoyed it. I don't know why I never went back to it.
0: I'm not sure. But it what it, do you mean your old YouTube channel? Where can I find this video? Uh,
2: YouTube.com slash Blonderd. I think it's Blonderd. I don't think it's Brit 5, but I changed not that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, it's been a hot minute. But no, it, it, I did like playing that Hitman beta. That was real fun. I think I'm going to, I want to hop back into it. It was episodic, right? Yeah, yes, it was. It was. Yeah. I think that's a really smart way of releasing it. That way you don't feel too overwhelmed with missions and stuff. I like it. I'm about it. Let's do it.
0: Skill people stimer. All right, well. Okay. We will, uh, we will look forward to creative murder. You guys texting us, or not texting us, <laughs> tweeting us and being like, yo, it was confirmed. Hitman confirmed. Yes. Hitman two?
3: Hitman. I'm
4: trying to think of something,
0: of uh, something better for like the, instead of two. Right. Hitman. Hitman par <gasps> Hitman hits. Like back. hot shots. Ooh. Two. Hitman. So 2 so French. And boogaloo. Stabity stab. stab. <laughs> let's, stab. let's stab hitman stabs that. again oh that's a great one hitman stabs again <laughs>
4: <laughs> stabs stabs back. sounds
0: like an action <laughs> flick stabs. i like it i'm about it <laughs> well he well he doesn't really stab back because the people who, that he's stabbing doesn't they, they don't know they're being stabbed on, right unless you suck it mean, ideally unless try to stab someone
2: it. yeah and then, then they stab you and kill you and then you're the one who gets assassinated yeah. Yeah, true story.
0: Exactly. Um, okay, Hitman, next. Whoops. Atari. Sorry, were you saying
3: something, Sam? No, I was just making a dumb joke. Do you want to make your dumb joke? I, I just said Hitman, whoops. Because, like, if you're fucking <laughs> it up. That's... A- <laughs> That'd be like my
0: Hitman game.
3: <laughs> Hitman whoops the whole time.
0: Um, okay, so Atari has, uh, got some crazy pre-order business going. Um, Atari console pre-orders passed two million dollars in a day. Over at Polygon, they write pre-orders for the new Atari game console eclipsed. $2 million in the first day they were offered through Indiegogo. The campaign proved so popular that it crashed the crowdfunding website for a portion of the day. Called the Atari VCS, the new console is available in three bundles. Two ninety nine package features a real wood veneer.
3: Didn't we talk about this last week? No, that was in television. That was in so television. I put this in here because I, was, uh. I remember us being like, oh, in television, like, who wants that? And then, uh, and then I saw this story, and I was like, I guess people want old consoles, like because here's this Atari one that did two million dollars the first day. Although we don't know the specs of Intellivision and Atari, if as you keep reading, has an interesting take on this,
0: right? So this three hundred dollar package, which by the way, you it's can beautiful. Xbox is doing a discount on all of their consoles right now. You can get an Xbox One for cheaper than this. $300 Atari box which features real wood veneer on the front of the console includes a Bluetooth-enabled, retro style Atari joystick controller. The $200 package includes an all-black version of the console, while a $229 package includes the black version with the joystick. Each console comes with more than 100 Atari games called the Atari Vault and will include titles such as Asteroids, Breakout, Centipede, Gravatar, Missile Command, and Yara's Revenge. A similar collection of games sells on Steam for nine ninety nine, <laughs> So, LOL. if you have a PC, you can play these games for $10. But I think Nintendo is really to blame here, mm-hmm. blame being a weird word to use, um, that they really instigated this hype around these mini boxes. Obviously, all of us here, at What's Good Games, we're like, <laughs> oh my God, SNES Classic Edition, give me, give me. Yeah. This is different um, though.
3: And like, because if you keep, like, literally the next paragraph talks about. This has an open Linux architecture, so you can actually tinker this thing and make it... It's more, I would say, comparable to something like a Raspberry Pi, almost, like where you can mm-hmm. add your own mm-hmm. software, oh, your own operating system. If you are somebody who likes to do that kind of stuff, then... And I do think like the design of it is actually really pretty. Like the wood veneer on the console, the way it's designed, looks really nice. But I personally... It's not for nice. me, this thing but if you <laughs> it's really nice, like not for
0: me <laughs> so um what cyber was mentioning is the the vcs tests and open linux architecture meaning that you can theoretically load up your own software even your own operating system or go your own way add that to all the trappings oh, of a modern pc 2.4 slash 5 gigahertz wi-fi bluetooth 5.0 and ethernet jack and plenty of usb 3.0 ports that accept modern peripherals like headphones keyboards and mice and the vcs sounds like a tinker's delight the goal is to earn its place on the shelf below television sets around the world as the centerpiece of your home media system. The device is built as a retro-inspired, completely modern video game computer system, which puts it up against the PS4, Xbox One, and to some extent, the Apple TV.
3: Which, yeah, like
2: That's that's yeah. where you needed to stop, right there, ladies and gentlemen. We talked about in television last week in their cocky-ass press release. That said, we do wish you lots of success in October when you actually announce your thing. But the... <laughs> <laughs>
3: That was
1: very
3: polite. It's fine. I'm mad, but but we love you. No,
2: it's like I don't want anything to fail or flop, but, but just, you know, it's it's whatever. It's fine. Uh So obviously when we're going through this, like in the very beginning, you're like, oh, interesting for the nostalgia gamer. This is cool. Then you keep going down like, OK, that price is a little insane, especially when you find out that you can play all these games for $9.99 on Steam. And then it goes to the open architecture and the stuff you can do. I know nothing about that. So maybe with that this isn't a super crazy price tag? I'm too stupid to know like what that means.
3: I can't remember how much a Raspberry Pi is. Maybe. I don't know. I don't also, shout out Let to look Stickly
2: Stammer's finger who came out during that during that read in a very like <laughs> prominent manner.
3: Oh, okay, a Raspberry Pi is like 40 bucks. LOL. Okay, oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, yeah, this does seem a little steep then. I mean... You're paying for again, that wood veneer. design
1: is beautiful. The fine wood finish. Wood I
4: could mean, look do real you want... Pretty.
1: You, could, you could probably get, like, the
2: same exact design 3D printed for, like, a lot cheaper than that, though, if you just want to look oh, at sure. it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should buy this thing. Anyway. But... <laughs> it's cool. I anyway, just appreciate the aesthetics, is what I'm saying. No,
4: it, it, I'm it is I'm trying to have a
3: positive moment here on the show. Can you let me have it? <laughs> yeah. You're having it, Samer We appreciate you. I just...
0: Uh, i just don't i don't i don't get it you guys and maybe it's because so this is a a photo of it if you want to take a look i mean is this thing ever coming out what so that's the other thing right so that to me is the more important question is sure clearly a lot of people are excited about this Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they and they reached their goal. Their goal was a hundred thousand dollars and they're currently at that two point five like BS million Goal, Damn. Um and it's this flexible goal. Um this is obviously being made by Atari, um, Atari proper. So we have to assume that they're gonna make good on it but that being said we've seen gaming projects from other legitimate sources really kind of flop in the kickstarter and indiegogo crowdfunding arena and that's concerning but apparently all of these people are so excited that they don't really care if they get it or not i i've gotten burned from kickstarters in the past so now i'm like super gun shy about um backing anything on kickstarter or indiegogo unless i know exactly what it is what i'm getting or if it's somebody i know personally and i'm happy to support their projects but i've bought things and that showed up and were trash and i've bought things that just never showed up yeah that's totally
1: understandable it seems extremely risky and i feel like they're just feeding off of a certain group of people's nostalgia yeah for sure and everyone's just really excited and they're like oh man the atari i want everything in my hands, and I want the fine wood finish.
0: <laughs> I mean, do you guys really want to play Centipede that bad? No.
3: Yeah, yeah I'm like, I, I don't really want to play game. any of these
0: old games. Like, <laughs> I don't
2: either. God. Do we know when this is supposed to be delivered? Oh, July 2019.
0: Yeah, a year from now. Whew. Okay, That's a while.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a mark on our calendar for like. Oh my god, you're gonna add a calendar reminder <laughs> for June 2019, and we'll see if the Atari ever if this thing Where ever came is to this be. this Atari.
0: With Amazing. Yeah, July first. Just make a, <laughs> make an appointment that says where is the Atari? Where is the, yes. the Atari? Atari? Okay, <laughs> doing it. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> um. All right. So that's gonna wrap it up for our news. Unless Chastity, did you? Can you think of something that we may have missed? Um. No.
4: Not off the top of my head.
0: Anyone else? Ladies, Fortnite all but confirmed coming to the Switch. Oh. Oh, but yeah, confirm, so there was a, another leak. Apparently, Nintendo pushed an update to the eShop. Yeah.
4: And it included wow. somebody just a new logo <laughs> wow. on Switch. Oh,
2: whoops. The whoops. Yeah. Fortnite whoops. <laughs> whoops. Is yeah. the a Atari a real thing? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Calendar reminder set. Sweet. Wonderful. Excellent.
0: How do we feel about Fortnite on Switch? Are we excited? Yay! Yay. I think it's awesome. I think it's going to sell very well. Most
2: intelligent opinion well. I've ever True. had in my entire life. That took a lot of research to formulate that or opinion. Will be
0: free to play?
1: That's a good question.
2: Added soon. So,
0: well, Battle Royale <laughs> is free to play on every other platform, so Battle Royale will likely be free to play on Fortnite. But we don't, or on Switch. But we don't know if they're bringing Save the World to Switch. Mm. So we know that Save the World is not currently available on mobile. So we don't know if they're bringing the iOS port. To switch just for Battle Royale, or if they're bringing all of Fortnite, which is available on Xbox One and PS4 Mm -hmm. and PC, to switch? This is a question that I presume we will find out at E3 next week. Yeah, (laughs) sounds like (laughs) we will.
2: There was a hiring announcement for an unannounced Diablo project. We all know Diablo is a thing in development, but as someone who loves Diablo, this is very, very exciting to me. Not necessarily Ooh. news, but let's just get that hype. I thought hype it was krangling. just a dungeon artist. No, they didn't necessarily like, say what the project was for. The The listing itself is like, I think it even says Diablo, and it says the minions of hell grow restless. And the listing itself is like dungeon artists comma Diablo. So there you go. Nice, Cool.
3: Yeah. And so I yeah, guess. I, saw that. I just was like, it wasn't enough for me. I was like, I don't know. Because like, it could be a number of things. Like, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a new Diablo project. Like but- Diablo come into the Switch. Remember that? Oh, yeah, baby girl. That little I don't know if we ever talked about that on the show, but someone posted the
2: switch either. in the Diablo. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. We did talk about it. The the light switch yeah. shenanigans <laughs> that their social media can. They're like, oh, it was nothing. We were just, you know, having some fun, guys. <laughs> Check out this light switch. Like We're like, mm-hmm. Sure. Sure um all right so cool. let's take our first break of the show when we come back lots of stuff to talk about in the hands-on section on uh, some embargoes more embargoes have listed for the stuff that i played at judges week plus brit and steimer have some games that they're going to chat about and of course we're going to hear from miss chastity so um take a little break with us ladies and gentlemen we will be right back Welcome back everybody to segment two of the What's Good Games Podcast. This is where we talk about what we've been playing, our hands-on impressions, and we have quite a smattering of games this week. It's really weird this mix that we've got going on. Um Steimer, I see that you have finished Detroit, but we can't talk about it yet. It's too early for the spoiler cast. But do you want to talk okay. about your time with the game?
3: Did I liked you like
0: it. did you like it? Dressed it me out.
3: But in a good Why? way. Oh, yeah, in a good way. Um, it was just because I think, like, the game definitely made me think a lot about what I was choosing to do. So I quite often would just be sitting with the pause screen. And, like, it, like the choice is up. And I'm like, ah, uh, okay. I'm going to, like make dinner or something. Like I just like I have to go. (laughs) I gotta go like think about this. What do I what do I wanna be? Like what do I want this character to be? Or what do I what do I think about the situation? And um I definitely agree with a lot of what Kim was saying. Like the storytelling can get very heavy handed. But in a way you can kind of get around that like by the way you choose to speak as some of these characters. So I picked a lot of the other op so for instance this isn't really a spoiler but like one of the slogan things you can say is like we have a dream which is one of those things people were like oh it's like Mm -hmm. come on um i always went for more of the like i think therefore i am like that kind of route because i'm like to me that makes more sense in terms of the storyline and everything Mm -hmm. uh so the way i played it i didn't get a lot of those awkward like real real awkward um Story moments where you're just like, ooh, they did happen occasionally, but not enough to hinder my experience. And um, I can't wait to talk more about this, but in specifics, I had to play. I had to text my like one friend who's b- finished this game <laughs> the whole time, and I was like, oh god, what's happening? Sounds Help. like I sounds like I want to
2: wait to play this game when I'm at a point where it's like, I can just breathe and relax and scratch my balls. I don't have balls. Scratch whatever. I'm (laughs) going the balls a bit.
4: Other thing to
3: note is I played it on the quote-unquote harder, but, like, there's two modes, one which is story mode and one which is, like, game mode where characters can die more easily. And I played on that mode. So that's part of the reason for the the higher stress level is that I was trying to play... With higher stakes, because to me, I want, like, I don't want my decisions to not have any impact, right? Like, if I mess up, like guy should be like, okay, I have to deal with that consequence. Um, but if you're like, man, I just want a cool story, like, just go for the cool story mode. Bro. Anyways, that's my very short spiel on Detroit. Bro. Overall, I did really <laughs> like it. I think it asked a lot of interesting questions, um, about what it means to be human or alive and there's still some stuff that i'm personally struggling with because <laughs> i'm like i don't know and well, i i want to discuss it more but only when we get to the spoiler cast and i can bring out specific cool uh moments cool
0: soon <laughs> dun, <laughs> after dun, e3 dun. everybody we yes. will uh we will get to the spoiler cast i just gotta actually finish it <laughs> i have to start it i have helpful. to start it as well <laughs> It's okay. We'll get. We'll get there. You got it. Um. All right. So we also have Britt. You played a fun little switch game that you and I first saw at GDC earlier this year. Yeah. West of Loathing. Oh, I love this. I game. need to download this. So, yeah, it looks really good. So much. So there's
2: there's a chance that you've seen this and you don't even know it. I'm worried that my description isn't going to do it justice, but the game this is a entire- stick figure game, right? Yeah, the stick figure game. It's all in black and white, so think of like a white piece of paper, and someone drew stick figures and other buildings and trees and other things on the uh, the background, and that's what the entirety of the game looks like. It's supposedly a seven to ten hour experience, but I'm pretty sure I put more like fifteen hours in because I like exploring and talking and reading the text every. And there's a lot of text. And it's also cleverly written and hilarious. It's probably the funniest game I've played besides Portal because it's, oh God, that's high praise. Yeah. Yeah. The game is just so witty and it's quickly become one of my favorite indies. So you are a stick figure. You can be a man or a woman and you are leaving your, I want to say it's you're leaving Kansas to pursue a different life. And the game takes a lot of Western cliches and just kind of plays off of them so you can be a cowpuncher, which is a melee a bean slinger <laughs> which is like a magic and then a snake oiler which is someone who specializes in weapons um and the rpg elements i love them because you can customize your character so when you first start the game out you will fight And obviously it's turn-based battles and you gain experience points and then the game will auto-level you. But at a certain point, the game will say, hey, we've given you a very balanced character. Would you like to take the reins from now on? And you can build your character as you see fit. And it's a mechanic that so many games don't use anymore because they're worried that you're going to build a gimped character. And I really appreciate the fact that it's in here. And there's a pretty deep RPG mechanic in this, which is really fun. Um, but going back to the writing, so the game is very self-aware and it's just freaking hilarious. So there's a point where you go to a saloon and there's a spittoon in this saloon and you can examine almost anything and everything and everything and anything you look at is going to have some like funny, witty description of it. So you walk up to it and the game's like, hey, this is a spittoon. It's gross. You probably shouldn't dig in there. But of course, it gives you the option to dig. And so then you start digging and you select the option to dig. And it's like, are you serious? Are you really going to do this? And you're like, yes. It's like, you're disgusting. Are you sure? And you keep playing with it. And then finally, the game's like, okay, fine. Screw you. You dig through the fucking spittoon and you get a gold tooth. You're like, okay, that's cool. (laughs) And then, and then <laughs> later on in another town, you find another spittoon, and the game's like, Sigh, are, you, are we really going to go through this again? And it remembers the decisions you make, and it's just really fun. And it's the perfect game to pick up and play. And every there's a bunch of different little areas you get to explore, and everyone maybe takes like three to five minutes max. But you can keep going back, because it's kind of Metroidvania in the sense that you'll gain skills and items and whatever to proceed further into a level you already went to before. And I just love it so much. I can't stop playing it. I'll be real sad when it ends. Apparently, there's a kingdom of loathing, which is like this, but medieval. And I did not Ooh. know that. Oh, It's that's real cool. good. Yeah. It's so much you fun. me on I it. I love it so, so, so much. And I can't recommend it enough. It's $12 on the Switch. It's been on Steam now for oh. a couple of years. I got my first press release, I think, in 2016 uh, for the Steam release.
1: So I've had my eye on it for a while. But play it. I'm always looking for new Switch games, so. Oh, it's so, sold me on that. $12. Oh, good.
0: $15. It's so. 15. Yeah, so yeah cool. and it was released on Steam August 10th, 2017. It's currently rated a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Wow. <sighs> and uh, a 4.5 right. out of 5 on uh, GOG or GOG.com. And, uh, yeah, it's that's so a, That's funny. pretty good. Gotta and it it just out. to
2: give you an example, that the idea of the story is that you are, you know, obviously you expo- you left home. You're exploring the West. But there are – the cows came home. The cows are the worst enemy in the game. They're like these hell calves. They came from hell. And then a whole bunch of demons just – yeah, they're demons. They're demon clowns, basically. So you have cows and demon clowns, and they are fighting each other. And there's some sort of plot story there, which I'm not super familiar on. But it's just ridiculous, and it's so much fun, and I just laugh so much when I play it. It's wonderful. That's all. Yeah. That sounds lovely. It's great. It's a real just, like, feel-good game. And my ally is a doctor who drinks whiskey. Your partner, spelled with a D, partner. You can choose from different partners.
0: Oh, (coughs) okay. Yeah, because you say partner. 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 Yeah, Yeah, so the Kingdom of Loathing is the flagship free-to-play web-based MMORPG. We've been constantly refining and adding content to it for the past decade plus, but it also is this stick figure aesthetic. Oh, so good. And you can play that at asymmetric.net if you guys want to check out Asymmetric Publications, the people who make that game. Okay. good. Cool. That oh. sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, Chastity, hey. you have been playing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, a lot. Which of, one of these do you want to talk about? A lot of fighting games.
1: Um, I can kind of just loop the fighting game stuff sure. together because I just started Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle. Cause that just came out today. So I've barely touched it and scratched the surface, but I really enjoy it so far. But I was a big fan of Dragon Ball fighters. And this is also another arc systems game. And it's really fun. I, I love it a lot. And it combines Blaze Blue with Persona 4 and then, um, under night and birth and Ruby. So that's really cool. So I just like being able to play as Persona characters in a fighting game. So yeah. that's what I'm all about. So I'm really looking forward to playing more of it. I've barely scratched the surface, but, uh, I've been seeing people in the offices playing nonstop against each other. I was like, I want to, I want to do that, but there's too much E3 stuff.
0: <laughs> so I want to, I would love to see you like throw down in like an FGC style tournament. Yes. Are you, are you like a shit talker or are you like I'm the quiet a sh- type? A little Ooh. bit. I, I am a little, I get a little shouty.
1: I get a little into it, but, uh, I'm definitely better at some games than I am at others. And, uh, there was someone in the FGC who, uh, did one of those unpopular opinions and they're like oh people's opinions on fighting games are uh correlate with how well they do at the game I'm like that's absolutely true that's why i'm not i hate smash because i suck at it but i'm really good at tekken i'm really good at street fighter and that's why i love those games but i'm trying to like recognize smash for how good it is and it's gonna be behind me at the nintendo booth probably so i, I should embrace it now because i'm probably gonna hear Smash music
0: well, there's a, I mean I, I would say that there is a definitely a contingency of people in the FTC that think Smash is in like a different category yeah. when you compare it to all the other fighters that are out there. That is definitely true. Particularly with like the style of the hitboxes and the platforming elements mm-hmm. that are in that game. It's uh it's an interesting beast. It's gonna be fun to watch the invitational and how that all unfolds at E three this year. Obviously we don't really know anything about the new Smash. <laughs> We're gonna get all of those details, I believe, in the direct on on Tuesday yes. morning. Um but uh I've never played any of the Arc System games before. I did a bunch of GameStop scripts about them, but never <laughs> actually played them. I'm a diehard Mortal Kombat girl. It's oh, really the Mortal only Kombat fighting so game yeah. that uh, I've sunk any considerable amount of time in. Of course, I've dabbled in Street Fighter. I've mm-hmm. dabbled in a little bit of Soul Calibur and Tekken, but Mortal Kombat is where yeah, my heart
1: is. Mortal Kombat is <laughs> wonderful. But yeah, uh, Arc System is killing it this year. Dragon Ball Fighters was incredible. It's the Dragon Ball game I've wanted my entire life. It just looks like anime. It just looks like I'm, I'm in anime and that's all I've ever wanted. It's so great. So I'm really excited to play more Blaze Blue. And, uh, yeah, I also played the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition because I've loved Street Fighter my whole life. It was like the first thing that got me into fighting games. And, uh, I did this episode of Pockets Full of Soup with Jared. Oh yeah, Jared. Yeah. And I was telling him about how I got into fighting games because my uncle took me to the arcade and showed me Street Fighter and, um, and then, later on in life like he had a kid and now he's got a 6 year old daughter and i showed her street fighter 5 and she got into it so it just came full circle yeah, they really just did. passing the
0: the the <laughs> fighting game knowledge down the chain yes it's so nice that's but great it was great yeah it, it includes
1: 12 street fighter games so there's just everything in there so i can pick up and play every version of street fighter 2 that i want which is cool and they're all like the original like arcade editions in that one package so it's very convenient but I don't know if that game is super accessible to people that are new to Street Fighter. I feel like if uh, there's someone who's on the younger side who's never played a Street Fighter before, I probably wouldn't give them the anniversary edition. I'd probably give them Street Fighter Five. But this is great for people who are nostalgic for those old games.
0: So do you have your
1: own stick or do you use GamePad? Uh, I play both. Um, and ironically, I play GamePad for Tekken, which is super weird. But I think it's just because I did that like in college and i that's, that's all just I had. Learned? That's just how I learned. Yeah. So that's how I play. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I, I tend to use the, the stick for Street Fighter sometimes, but I'm fine with both.
0: Do you have like a custom stick uh, or did you just like, did you get one from like Mad Cats or whatever? Exactly. What you
1: just, stick from? yeah, just like a standard whatever's in the GameSpot office right now. And like we have like a, a setup, like we have a, a game machine where we just put a PC inside it and put whatever fighting game we want in there and just switch it out every now and then. <laughs> it's cool.
0: Badass. Very cool. Yeah. Did you play? Did you play Dragon Ball Fighters? No.
2: So my ideal Dragon Ball game is an RPG. I just, oh, that'd be yeah, cool. I've just never been a, a be cool. fighter fan, um, but I would love a huge, sprawling open world Dragon Ball game that you know spans all of the characters and the lore, and that's my ideal game.
1: Um, I'm with you. I st- that sounds really cool.
2: I want to play just because it is those characters, and I do love them, and I grew up with them, but. Um, it's just one of those things I have to kind of put on the back burner and prioritize other games. But yeah, makes sense.
1: And it's really easy to just pick up and play. Yeah. And we'll have it at the GameSpot booth if you get <gasps> bored.
2: There you go. <laughs> see Trunks, my boy. Purple-haired wonder. I was like,
0: I was like Trunks. What? Oh, as a person. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. have
1: they've got funny names for characters.
0: Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm with it. Um, so there are quite a few games that I had the opportunity to play at the GCA um Judges Week event. And I don't even know which one to really start Dragon with. So Quest. there was a- Dragon Quest. Okay, I helped so- you play Dragon <laughs> Quest.
2: I'm very excited. You did. So
0: Steimer was with me at the Square Enix event where we got to see Dragon Quest 11 and thankfully Kim Wallace was also there with us. <laughs> she was just on the show. Um she knew so much about Dragon Quest. Um and she kind of helped us out a little bit and um let's see here. Where are my notes? Dragon Quest. Here they are. Okay. So this is the first uh, a new main line release. So this was previously released in Japan and is coming to the West. September 4th um 2018 for PC and PS4. The last mainline release was in 2011 on the DS, I believe. So quite a while ago. It's been a minute for mm-hmm, uh, yeah. for a new mainline entry. So this is a completely standalone experience. It features entirely new characters, a beautifully detailed world, turn based combat, well over 100 hours of content. Oh. So what I thought was interesting is that when the team was talking to us about the game, they said that they didn't, they aren't doing any DLC or post launch content. Literally everything they made is in the game at launch, wow. which is why it's so much content at launch. And I think that that is awesome. I actually kind of love that they're like, nope, there's no DLC plans. Everything we've made were given to you right in the box. And now I know that it's a unique situation that the game was originally released in Japan. This almost is kind of like a definitive edition. Um, maybe, you know, some Dragon Quest fans out there can correct me if you think that that is misspeaking. But, um, I I like that. I like the idea that, you know, this is the box and this is all this amazing content. So there will be English voiceover. There are overhauled menus and UI system. There's a new camera mode. Um, there's a harder draconian. Quest, there's improved character and camera controls. If you're um let me see here. Oh, I was this is these in my notes about the actual people. So, in the demo that we got to play, we were in a region called Galopolis and you are a reincarnated version of a hero from legends past. Uh there are people in your party. Uh, there's a guy named Eric who is a roguish thief, a uh, girl named Veronica, who's a fiery mage, who kind of reminds me of, um, what's his face from Final Fantasy IX, the little Mimi? wizard guy. Mimi? Vivi. Vivi? Vivi. <laughs> Me? No, what did I name him? I named him what JT, What are we saying now? What's happening? No, no, I didn't name him JT. He was MJ. That's what his <laughs> name was. Ah, uh, yes. MJ. Uh, so I was doing a playthrough of uh, Final Fantasy IX on PS4 oh. with Alexa, uh-huh. and I renamed all of the characters, which was a mistake. I, I should never have renamed <laughs> the characters. I renamed them all after pop stars. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, it. it was silly. Did you need Dagger Catcher? Yes, I did. Yes, excellent did. I did. Brilliant. Kesha. Brilliant. <laughs> um, and then there's a girl named Serena who's the healer, and then the Silvando, who's a, a traveling farmer. I can't remember what Silvando's deal is. Um anyway, I also forgot. So, but. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> so we got dropped into this demo and there was a lot to do, but the game looks the graphics look great. Um very it feels very JRPG E. Um I had some fun with it. I was kind of lost story-wise, but I also don't remember where in the chronology of the entire game the demo was set. Because sometimes, you know, we go to these preview events to see games, and they're like, we're setting you like seven hours into the game. And you're like, but what?
3: Why? Yeah, Yeah. the one we selected was farther (laughs) in the game. We could have done the very intro portion, but we selected the other one. We selected like the desert area. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which is farther into the campaign. What did you think, Steimer? I thought it looked cool um it's one of those things where i like i loved the art style of it and i'm playing with you or like basically telling you what to do over your shoulder being like <laughs> okay now we want to let's go down here and okay let's uh you want to like do this kind of attack and then we've got you know we got one enemy here so we don't want to use this multiple spell and like, <laughs> <just> like <laughs> yeah i was lost um but it was fun and like i I could see myself playing it. I don't know that I see myself being able to finish it just because I don't know that I can finish 100 hour games anymore unless it's Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, (laughs) But it definitely seems like something that I'd be willing to like screw around with just because I do enjoy JRPGs, but I just wish they were a little smaller. I'm like the only person that thinks that though, and I, I, I respect that Brittany wants like more and more content, but I'm like, but I need, can you make me like a bite sized version of this? So I'm very, very, very
2: excited for this game, and so is my grandma as well. So Dragon Quest, Dragon Wars, she has been playing those games ever since I can remember. Um, And I've always loved JRPGs. I've talked about this. But what happened was I started playing Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I started reigniting this fire of love and passion for JRPGs. So, I love Evil Bay Chronicles 2. I'm like 80 hours into Nino Kuni 2, and I am just loving okay. every minute of it. So, when you said 100 hours into Dragon Quest 11, I'm just clenching in excitement. I am just so excited for this game. This will be the probably only other JRPG I'll play this year, because hot damn, those games take a lot of time. But it's they just do. like that warm and fuzzy cup of noodle soup for your soul game. Just feel good, and uh, yeah, I'm just all sorts of excited. I'm probably the only one who will play it, and that's totally fine. Well, maybe you'll play it, but you won't finish it like you said, Simon. I right. won't finish it. No. That's yeah. fine. This is that other <laughs> September game I was thinking of. I was trying to rack my brain. What's another game coming out this fall, and this is it, which is real bad, because this is going to be a very long game. Whatever. I'll worry about that when fall gets here.
0: <laughs> that's a future Brittany problem. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'll just cut that <laughs> off for a while.
4: <laughs> I won't think about it.
0: Um, Another game that I got to play at Judges Week was Team Sonic Racing. Oh my God. I love Sonic the <laughs> So this How game, yeah. So this game was announced while well, they teased it at South by Southwest and then they full on announced it, uh, this week, last week. Yeah. Last week. Last, last day was week. The trailer. It was day after Pokemon, right? Yeah. So oh, last, that last was week. definitely yeah. last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and the game looks great. I did not get to play very much of it and I was sad about that. They were like, all right, that's it. I go, wait, what? No, I need, I need more time. I need, I, I can do this. Um, so it, it feels, I'd, so I only got to do two races. So like, that's it. That literally, that's it. I was, I felt cheated. That is, you no. let me guess. How you dare dare lost both cheated. races. No, no, I got first place in both races. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, what yeah. you said I can do this. <laughs> I, I
2: could hear you say that if you lost, but if you won, Oh More power to you, girlfriend.
0: Oh no, I need I just needed to try out more stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting next to Greg, um, Greg Miller, and he wanted to make a competition of it. Oh. and I said, Oh, bring it on. Let's go. You can't beat me in racing games. And he was like, Oh, I bet I could. And I was like, All right, let's put your money where your mouth is. He's and then he finishes, And he was and he was like, Okay, what time did you get? He's like he's like, I got um I got three minutes. And I was like, I got two forty. 20 seconds. Get it, girl. Smoked him. Get it, girl. girl. Um, so I showed, I showed him. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, Greg, let's actually like have a real competition when Team Sonic Racing comes out. So the whole shtick of this game is that, you know, you pick a a team. You're either on Sonic's team. You can pick Sonic's friends or you're on. Oh my gosh. Shadow? Yes. His side. (laughs) And then you can pick like the evil, the evil guys. Um, and then there's you and two buddies. And so you, you play and they have multiplayer. Let me pull up my notes. I've got a bunch of notes about the game. Sanic. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Alright, so it's coming this winter. For thirty nine ninety nine to switch Xbox One, PS4, and PC, online multiplayer and local co-op modes, 12 players per race plus 4 player split screen. They've got various offline and online race modes, Grand Prix, exhibition, time trial, team racing. Um, So you play as a team and win as a team. All three drivers can contribute to the team score. The highest scoring team wins and there are four ways to fill your team ultimate meter and then you can of course charge and unleash your team ultimate. And that is the Wisps System, mm-hmm. so this was introduced in Sonic Colors. If you guys played that game, there are fourteen spectacular wisps to help mm-hmm. overcome rival teams, and these Whips wisps I whips, can't say that word whips, whips,
2: whips,
0: whips. 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 Floor <laughs> flavors <laughs> yeah. Exactly. To the in-game racing items that allow you to either knock out your opponents or speed ahead. And they can be requested from a teammate or shared. So I thought that this was kind of a unique mechanic. So you pick up these items, these wisps, uh, along the track. And you can uh, pass them to your teammates. So like if you pick up something and you're like, I don't really want this. Or, hey, I see you need this. You can pass them between your teammates, which I thought was a really cool mechanic. That's cool. Yeah, so you're either Team Sonic or Team Dark. um, And the track that we got to play was the Wisp Circuit. Wisps.
2: wisps. <laughs> I feel like we could turn this into a drinking game every time. Yeah, you probably. Wisps.
0: Um, so I really liked it. It was fun. It felt a lot like Mario Kart. And I mean that in the best way. Oh, that's so exciting. So yeah, lots of cool drifting. You got these wisps. You got, you got all these cool little characters. I'm ready. And it's on Switch, which is great. So it's portable four player split screen, that's which awesome. is cool. I mean, yeah, bring it So one Joy Con each. You can. Yeah, so I, well, we didn't get to see it on have Switch. Have the Raptor Claws again? <laughs> yeah, we played it on, honestly, I don't remember which, I can't remember which console we played it on, mm-hmm. or if we played it on PC. I honestly do not remember, and that's my bad. I should have wrote it down, Uh but we did not play it on Switch.
1: I'm just going to assume it's similar to Mario Kart in that I regard. to imagine,
0: yeah. yeah, that you can just, everyone, you pass out the Joy-Cons mm-hmm. at the bar, you know, or on the rooftop,
3: Karen at the party. Karen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely bringing party. this to the bar with me. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to pick up some
0: men. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it looks cool. I'm, I'm pumped for it. I'm um, so excited to play that game, ladies. Are you, are you into into
3: the Sonic Kart game? I am now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, no for me, that's like one of those Mario Kart things where I'm like, I play it if there's people around. What I'm
2: looking forward to is the. It sounds like there's a multiplayer co-op aspect of it. Is what you're describing that, that mm-hmm. I think that's real fun. I'm looking forward to that. I think that's what'll actually keep me around playing um, a racing game like this. The only racing game I can just pick up and play nonstop is Super Mario Kart and the Super Nintendo just because of a nostalgic factor. Mm. I can do a few rounds of Mario Kart 8, but after that, I'm just like, okay, that's fun. I get it. I don't have like a real drive, no pun intended, har to like <laughs> get much, much better. But um, if there's like a multiplayer co-op aspect, um, it increases it, increases my my want and need and desire to play oh, game. Oh, we'll
0: have to all team up. Yes. Yeah. Let's play. Let's play. That'd be great. I'm, I'm down. Um, so I have a couple other games to talk about before, we, but before we get to that, um, I see that Chastity, you've been playing Hyrule, Hyrule Warriors
1: Definitive
0: Edition. Yes,
1: I have. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. I actually have not played the previous versions. So this is just all of the previous versions jumbled into one. And it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's kind of like my relaxing game, even though you're, I'm just like killing enemies nonstop. Cause it's just hacking and slashing. And I could just like do that in bed. I could just lay in bed, just hack and slash. As Tingle, as Zelda, <laughs> as, <fucking> Tingle, <laughs> as then as I know Tingle is ridiculous. He like runs around on the map and he like his ass is like
4: bobs oh, yeah, of back and He's forth. Fabulous.
1: It's, yeah. it's fabulous. It's yeah. fabulous. It's wonderful. Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. But yeah, it's it's great to jump into if you hadn't played the previous versions like me because like it it takes all of the uh, stuff from the Wii U version and the um 3DS and then all the DLC and then it adds a couple of different things too the Switch version. But yeah, it, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I'm I'm still playing it. I'm just kind of relaxing and playing it after work. Just slashing all yeah. the stuff. The Switch Slash version the is
2: the only way to play co-op as well. So I tried playing Hyrule yes. Warriors when it was on the Wii U. And the problem was that one person had to use the gamepad and then one person had to use the TV. There was right. no option for split screen. And the person playing on the gamepad, the frame rate was just freaking awful for both TV and gamepad because the Wii U was like, I can't handle it. So now it's split screen on the Switch, and it plays Mm -hmm. much better. The frame rate does drop quite a bit when you are playing split screen, which is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I also enjoy it. It's fun. It's just like you said. It's kind of a relaxing game, slashing the hordes of enemies and watching them go flying everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, It's a good time. I love all the Zelda nods. It's great. Yeah.
0: That's it. That's all she wrote, ladies and gentlemen.
2: <laughs> yeah. Zelda. <yeah, yeah. laughs> <Anything> <else? laughs> oh, come on.
0: <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm just being facetious. I oh. liked, I liked Hyrule Warriors when I played it for like the 30 minutes that I played it. <laughs> Don't be mad. I, I love you. I
1: didn't play more. I love Someone's you
0: so much. Sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you played um, 30
1: minutes. You, you've
0: played the game already. Uh-huh, like you get
1: much. the gist of it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so there's a new game that was a Kickstarter project, and it's called Indivisible. Have you ladies heard of this game? No. I have heard the title, but I don't know anything about it. Right. So this is being published by 505 Games, and it is being made by a group of people called Lab Zero Games. This is debuting in 2019, um, and it's coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. So this game... Is very intriguing. So it's a Metroidvania plus RPG hybrid mashup. It's got a very anime art style vibe to it. Um, and what's cool about it is that it's got this, it's got this nice mix of platforming and turn based battles. And that's where the kind of Metroidvania esque element comes in, the platforming and the 2D side scrolling. But then when you run into enemies, it becomes, like a team-based, turn-based battle system, which is really cool. So I did not get nearly enough time with this. I got about 30 to 40 minutes with this game, and I just got the hang of the battle system. And then they were like, all right, got to go. And I was like, no. Um, So I'm interested in checking this out and playing some more of it. So you play as this character called Anya. Oh, my gosh. Anya
3: or something yes. oh, it's A J N A i don't know if that's how you pronounce it
0: yeah a. i think i think that that's what it is um and so you can absorb people into your third eye which is you know this like spiritual center on your forehead and uh, that you can and, and then she can manifest them to fight beside her when she runs into to enemies so it's a essentially the way that they described it is that you have a single customizable fighting game character that makes up your team and I was like, okay, that's an interesting concept. And so you transition between platforming and RPG action. And I wrote in my notes here, like Battle Chef Brigade question mark. Um, I don't know if you guys uh out there listening and watching played this. We did a, a fun little live stream. Twitch.tv slash what's good games, youtube.com slash what's good games if you guys want to watch that. Um she has two dozen abilities. So you can find gems to purchase character upgrades. Um You've got this inner realm, which is literally inside of her that she goes into and you can like upgrade all of these things. Um, And then there's a bunch of characters. One character's name is Ginseng and Honey. One character's <laughs> name is Rosmi. Ra- and then there's Dar. Um, And each character is mapped to a different face button. And you have what's called an idhi power that is kind of like a, a special attack. So I-, I was super intrigued by this game. The art style is really beautifully done. And the gameplay is really... Unique. I haven't quite seen a game handle the battle system this way with the RPG kind of Metroidvania elements. So, does anybody else
3: know anything about this game
0: or am I the only one that's
3: seen I'm this? looking on Wikipedia right now, and Brittany, I think you might be interested to know that the composer working on this game also worked on the Secret of Mana soundtrack. Done. Ooh.
2: Done. No, it sounds really interesting though for how you described it. And I was looking at the art style, and that's right up my alley too. So, uh, yeah, I'm interested.
0: Andrea that is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Perfect. Nice. Done yeah,
3: and done. Yeah, this, this was one You've of my sail. favorite
0: games that I saw during Judges Week. And I wow. was really bummed that I didn't get to spend more time with it because, like I had mentioned, I was just getting the hang of the battle system because as with any new turn-based system it kind of takes you a while to like get your feet under you and be like okay what do these powers do and how does it work with these enemies blah blah blah. you guys know you guys play video games <laughs> um but yeah so that was really cool and then the last thing that i saw at judges week that i just want to touch on because i didn't actually play it i watched a very detailed um playthrough session from one of the developers was Total War Three Kingdoms. So Total War is a franchise that's clearly been around for quite some time, and they have many installments in that game. And I haven't played like an RTS like that in a hot
3: minute. We, we really, really should have time. had my dad come <laughs> and play this game. Because
0: your dad's he, a big Total War guy, Wait, so what's the last Total right? War that uh, your dad played? He plays Rome. Okay. Like
3: the newer Rome ones.
0: Well, he might be into this. So this is Total War Three Kingdoms. So this is um, a cornerstone of Chinese lore, mythology, and history is the way that Sega was describing it. So we saw the pre-alpha. This uh, game is coming out in spring of 2019. And it, uh, features a bunch of different influences. It's influenced by Asian cinema, fiction, art, and culture. It's taken influences from King Arthur, Shakespeare, and Game of Thrones. Ooh. And, um, they're, they're kind of taking all of these different kind of thematic and narrative influences and rolling them into the Total War formula. But also they are, improving upon that so they talked at length during the presentation that we saw about how they really want to maintain historical authenticity and they are working with a published author named uh, Rafa de Crespinha I definitely mispronouncing his name Mm -hmm. but he is apparently a big history buff in this particular section of Chinese lore so they gave us this really in-depth gameplay demo because they were like, listen, we get the Total Wars kind of a thing you either into it or you're not <laughs> mm-hmm. so we're gonna help you out and show you all of the details instead of just throwing you on a pc and being like good luck <laughs> um which i really appreciated. And, and thanks sega for really giving us like, a lot of hand holding during this demo so they went over the franchise pillars for people out there who are like i've never played a total war uh, it's a it's grand turn-based campaigns it's epic scale and real-time battles and glorious sandbox Conquest. So new for this game, it's got an elegant new art style, powerful central characters, uh, unique personalities that have their own likes and dislikes, and there's more focus on diplomacy where you can manage your heroes' wants and needs. Plus, they've got all of these crazy backstories, I have in my notes here, one guy ate his own eye, question mark, question mark. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Apparently this war is one of the warriors who was such a badass that he needed to prove how tough he was. He like pulled out his own eye oh, out of his face and then ate it on the battlefield God. to like scare God. or intimidate his enemy. Uh, that, Man, would that's a, that's that would a work. That would intimidate the
3: fuck out of me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, I, I would weird. run. I uh, there was would nope right out of that battle. Yeah. yeah. You win. I'm like, See? Tapping out. It I'm worked. Done. That means it worked, right? You crazy. I don't want to go up against crazy.
0: So the characters that I saw in the demo was a guy named Lubu, who is one of the antagonists. He's called a peerless warrior. And then there's a guy named Cow Cow Cow, who is a master strategist, who is one of the protagonists. He's a Caesar type. Um, so in the demo, um, they talked, they showed us, it was really cool. It actually got me pretty, excited to go and play this the problem is it's on pc and i never play games on my uh, pc i'm sorry um but they showed the real-time battle system and like watching this developer play this battle in real time w- almost is like watching somebody play starcraft ah. <laughs> i mean obviously they're very similar very similar game types but there was like so much going on he was like clicking over here he's like i'm going to send this section of my cavalry over here to attack this gate and i'm going to send the guys at the spears over here and he's like you know if i send the archers here they're going to attack this guy and then i'm going to take one of my heroes and have him do a duel with this other hero and i was just like i don't I don't even know uh, what's happening (laughs) right now. But I was like, the fact that you can use your mouse wheel to scroll all the way down and zoom in and watch your foot soldiers like in full view. Or you can scroll all the way out and see the entire city like top down. I was like, that's cool. That is very cool. So pretty important to be able to do that. Hopefully you get that top down view. Yeah, no, you do. So I mean, it's up to you to decide. So if you want to go in and, like, see the animation, for example, if you have a duel going, you could zoom all the way in to watch the two characters do their duel. And then you could zoom back out to, like, watch how the rest of the enemy, like, infantry or whoever you have around the duel uh kind of reacts to it. And you can obviously, you know, go to your different parts of the battle. I just – it's been so long since I've seen a Total War game to be able to see it in that much detail was – Really cool. And I was like, yeah, man, I forgot, I forgot how <laughs> cool these games yeah. are. Intricate. So you so don't I think you'll really play puzzle because it
2: it's on PC. You don't think well, you'll touch it. Well, like what would it take for you to play PC? But, play.
0: Cause there are just some genres like that <laughs> that you just can't play if you're not on a PC. I think, I think what it would take is I would need to get a second PC at a desk. With a fancy chair inside my house. Yeah. Dedicated to PC. Yeah, a dedicated PC. Mm-hmm. Or I would need to get a really baller gaming laptop mm-hmm. with a fancy mouse. There you go. Yeah. That's what that's it took what for me, so to, a good option.
2: A dedicated PC just for gaming. Otherwise, I sit down on my PC. I'm like, this is where I work all day. And there's no right? yeah, yeah. I, and I can't enjoy it. But if it's like my dedicated, this is purely for PC gaming, then it's a whole new ball game. Do you, you have, have like a fancy I need to get monitor? A new gaming
0: mouse?
3: Hmm? Oh, we can have we we can I have like five. You can have one oh. of mine. Yeah, cuz I was just looking I was like I was going to go play Guild Wars the other day and then I looked and realized the only mouse I have is this, which is like super cute. Oh. <laughs> really cute, but not at all helpful when you're trying to play an MMO. So Steimer,
0: I have a question for you. That looks Uh very much like my Logitech mouse. Is that your? It is a Logitech mouse. I love those mice because they are real small, and we both have baby
3: hands. (laughs) I love this mouse for like for doing work, like for doing the things, but like for gaming, that is not what I'm going to use. So, do you have a gaming mouse that you like? Because every gaming mouse I've ever used is for like giant giant man hands. Yeah, the only one I found... It ended up breaking at some point, so that's why I don't have it anymore. was a Corsair one, and there was a Corsair mouse that had... It was small enough in profile that it would fit my hand. I don't remember the model number of it, mm, though. I have to look it up. Do you have a gaming mouse you like? Yeah, I should look up which one I
1: bought. But I think... Yeah, I like the Corsairs, and I think I might have a Razer currently. Let me check my Amazon history.
0: Yeah, because that's my biggest problem is that, like, those those fancy mice with all the buttons and stuff on them. I can't ever, I can't ever like reach at all.
3: I'm like, yeah, it's no, it's big. a problem. They're, they are built for larger hands.
0: <laughs> okay, Brit, just for you. Thank you, baby girl. You got my back. That's what you, she said. She'd given me, she me the, the eyebrows. YouTube.com slash what's good games. Give us that subscription. I'll keep it over here, love so you. It's easier within reach. Um, Yeah, but I, Britt, that's a good question and it's a fair question. I will, I will get there someday. Okay. Oh, I have the Razer
1: Death Adder Elite PC gaming mouse, which they have at Target. And it's not too big? Uh, it's, it's kind of big, but I, I make it work.
0: You got it. I make it work, she
1: says.
4: (laughs) 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 Yeah.
3: Razors aren't bad. Figure out what mouse it was. Corsair. Because it wasn't that it wasn't crazy big. Senator gave me mouse recommendation. recommendations, recommendations. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. guys it's listening out there crazy. have a, a mouse that you love to
0: use for both average size hands and little baby hands like ours. <laughs> that would be helpful. You can uh, you can send it to us. Email us at contact at or you can tweet to us, Facebook us, YouTube us. It's all good. YouTube YouTube comment, Patreon comments, you know, all that stuff. Do it. Um. So I'm looking up here now and says that Total War Three Kingdoms, it says it will launch globally in fall 2018, but that must be old because they told me here. Maybe this is an update. I should have made more specific notes. What is it
3: called again? Total War.
0: I have spring 2019, so maybe it just years. got delayed. Maybe that's part of the story. You guys, I'm bad at my job. Don't be mad at me. I'm sorry. No, shut it's up been right a long there. My are brain nice. is a little melted. I should have been more specific. Listen, don't make, You're don't fine. make me defend how good fine. you are. You got a lot <laughs> of shit going on.
2: You're hosting Thanks a press for, conference. You're doing so Facebook much stuff. We're doing game spot <laughs> stuff. You're running an entire schedule for everybody and everything. You just shut your mouth right now, Andrew and Renee.
3: Oh, Britt, that's You're doing so a great nice job. of you. <laughs> Right. Yeah, on Steam it's saying Fall, but I think yeah, I, like that doesn't make any sense. Uh, let me
0: um, let me double check my email here. So by the time the podcast airs on Friday, June eighth, the embargo lifted on June seventh, which was yesterday. Um, so there will definitely be lots of previews for you guys to look at if you guys want to get more information. I'm sure um, GameSpot has a lovely preview that you can go and read. I doubt. Randolph actually wrote it, though, even though he was there at the event. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> Who can tell? <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. Yeah. So let <laughs> me just double-check the press blast here. Yeah. So strategy series launching in spring 2019. Yeah. So this is what the press release says, which is going live in London on June 6th.
3: Oh, yeah. that would make sense. Because, yeah, it's on their currently on their FAQ because we pre record this podcast. It still says autumn. Yeah, So it's go. delayed. Sorry, guys. Don't be sad.
0: Um, all right. So that's it. That's it for me. Um, does anybody else want to talk about some games that they've been playing?
3: I already games. did. I only played one game. <laughs> like, we did it.
0: We did the thing. All right, cool. Well, let's take a quick break then. When we come back, we are going to talk about what's happening on the GameSpot co-op stage at E3. We're going to talk about what Chastity does at GameSpot. Because I'm sure a lot of people are like... What does chance to do at GameSpot? It's a really long answer. Be awesome. <laughs> it's okay. It's we a have a, really a whole segment answer. for it. It's going to be great. Plus, Turbo Patron shout-outs. Stay with us, everybody. We will be right back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the final segment of the What's Good Games podcast, and because it is the beginning of the month, E3 is mere days away, actually just hours away now. Wait, what, 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 what? Yeah, hours. Were you waving,
3: Simon? Yeah. No! Oh. I, I was just like, yeah, like oh, E3. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is you being like, oh my god, E3. E3. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, sorry. <laughs> Should we just
0: yeah. talk in Britney's Muppet voice? <laughs> Not the <famous>. Oh boy! <laughs> Not the <laughs> boys.
4: Okay. E3,
0: you E3. guys. E3. Um, E3! <laughs> we just got to make a, a bit about the Muppet voices. Um, yeah. We'll get back to that. But before we talk about everything that's happening at, uh, at E3 again and what's happening over at GameSpot with Miss Chastity, we've got some awesome June patron names to read. This is one of my favorite times of the month where I get to mispronounce your guys' names. Um And I will do it uh, the best possible. So I think what we a- got asked last time was that we were going to take turns reading names. Was that a thing that we were going to do? Oh, yeah. We, you and Brittany did. We did that. That's right. Do you want to attempt that? Fuck yeah, I want to attempt that. <laughs> All right, girl. Let's do it. I will kick things off with yeah. Alex Rogopoulos. Lincoln Davis. Ferris Ate, Martha J. Emery. Austin Riley. Steven Insler. Michelle Viegas, David Eccolucci. Andrew S. Gary Oxborough. Molly Bitno, Kia Bright. Are we saying everything in an English accent? I, I don't know sense. what
3: the fuck's happening. <laughs> I like what's happening. <laughs> Regal
2: too. Impson. Reagan. Reagan.
0: Sorry, my bad. That's okay. I really just like that name, Reagan. It's a good name. Uh, Bill Stowell. Dustin Lewis. Matt Nichols. Sarah Bruno. Tara. Kyle Heyman. MR Dillon. Shion Stevenson. Jessica Salisbury. Aaron J. Saxton, Michael Schanholtz, Gary Wilburn, Benjamin
2: Pardue. He's in Australia. That's really, really, really bad. Oh. <laughs> 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 <That's>
0: great. <laughs> um, I-, I said RJ Bryan, okay, Trevor Saki, Joe Schleif, Tom Kutz, Al Shell, Jared Howard, Tyler McCall, Carl Peterson, <laughs> Kathy Lucas in all caps. All caps. Oh gosh. G- Giselle Bossa? <laughs> Mohammed Mohammed Nam Bui, Jeff Hutchinson, Chris Campbell,
2: Jason Davis, Alberto Andres Videla, Videla, Videla. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <What?
4: laughs> One of those has
0: to be right. It's true. Bo be- uh, Hereholzer, <laughs> Gregory Horton, E.
2: Imazari Lucas Shaney, Robert Guerrero, Mark Drustrup,
0: Jennifer McNichol, John Drake, Joe Kennison, Emily Kent. Trent Pennington. Jason Erickson. No Clip. That's Danny O'Dwyer. He's got a brand new documentary, you guys. It's all about Fallout. You should check, check it out. Check it out. Adam Rippon. Not the figure skater. Kevin Dunkel. Billy Shibley. Stephanie Fitzwilliams. Sam. Just Sam. Jacob Beeman. Just Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Geek Heart Games. <laughs> Tommy Larson. Ross Haney. Nicole Humphrey. Brooke. Lurie. Asia. Harris. Paris. Anthony Murphy, Kyle Somerville, Adrian Williams, Pure Blue Octopus, <laughs> Pete Shoemaker, Sydney Carr, Geo Corsi, Roland Balla, Paige Porter, Marcus Brown, Mike, Mikey Phillips, <laughs> Materia Addicts, <laughs> Jay Mahoui, <laughs> Matthew Goderr, <laughs> Martin T. Ah, uh, Sarud, <laughs> Leviathan Bastards Barella, i fucking love that Fuck name dang. so, man, so good. <laughs> jane ram <laughs> matt howell ozzy mejia christian rodriguez tim ross lewis creech e checkness dale sun daryl walters donato
2: sinicho the third tony han maddie whitman
0: and my mama Teresa Ener yeah. Always last, but oh, definitely not least. I definitely love you not. Thanks for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you to everybody in this group of people. <laughs> these are our Turbo patrons. These are our postcard patrons, our Polaroid patrons, our sponsors, our producers. I'm definitely missing at least one category. I don't remember what it is, but we love you guys so much for making sure that every week, What's Good Games is available to download whether it be on podcast services or at youtube.com slash what's good games for absolutely free if for some reason you guys love what we do and you're not currently supporting us on patreon and you're like hey maybe i could support you guys can do that for just one dollar that's the entry level and that gets you access to our happy hour q and a which is our monthly live stream gets you access to our feed and it gets you access to our brand new what's good game vlogs. So that is the, the replacement for the Patreon exclusive video. So we are looking forward to shooting some of those vlogs at E3 next week. It's going to be, it's going to be kick ass. Yeah. But, uh, so thank you to everybody. Once again, patreon.com slash what's good games. If you want to get involved in that awesome crew of kids, do it, do it. All right. So do it. Miss Chastity. Hello. Vincencio. That's, oh, you nailed it. Yes. Hey, (laughs) I was worried I was going to screw it up. A true pro. Uh, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I just screw up everybody else's names, but not the people who are in the room with me. Excellent. That's what counts. That's what counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so for everybody out there who maybe hasn't seen you on the variety of other shows that you have guested on mm-hmm. and the stuff that you've done at GameSpot, what, what exactly do you do over there?
1: A lot, I think, to sum it up really quickly is that I'm one of the senior video leads at GameSpot and one of the hosts at GameSpot. Didn't you just get a promotion? I
3: sure did, yeah! Yeah, Yeah, girl!
1: Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. So, yeah, I I got promoted to the lead of Entertainment Video. So, that's exciting. And I've been doing that since the beginning of 2018. So, technically, the title is still Senior Producer of Entertainment, but I'm very happy to lead this team. It's... um. We separate our, on, on YouTube, we separate our entertainment stuff from our gaming stuff. So there's a channel called GameSpot Universe, and I run that channel. And th- we've seen a lot of growth in the last year. We do a lot of fun breakdowns of TV uh, shows and movies and t- movie reviews and comics and, and sometimes wrestling, sometimes anime. So it's a lot of fun. So I'm doing a lot of that. And as you know, because we, we've been working together, um, I run the co-op stage for every three. This is my second one so far. I love doing it. Um, and it's just something fun for me to get involved with with E3, which is great because I, I love the energy. I love working with the team. So that's what I do. Um, the co-op stage, if you're not familiar, is uh, we have the GameSpot stage um, at our booth every year and we partner with a lot of different creators and we get them on the stage, either work with them or have them take over our live stream for a set amount of time. And we do that for three days straight. And it's super fun So we have a lot of fun groups this year. And I also, um, am the senior producer still of sponsored content for games. So I keep my, just that. Just a couple things. This is a couple things. So I only review movies. I don't review games because I, can't, I handle the hosting for sponsored content and project management for sponsored content for games. So I, I keep honestly that separate. think that you
0: got the better end of the deal because <laughs> you're never going to have to watch a 100 hour movie. Yes, that's, right. That's so
1: true. That is so true. And now I can just enjoy games again. I'm like, yeah, I'm still playing God of War, whatever. And it's like, oh well, we had to move on to this. I'm like, that's cool. Well, I had to watch all of these TV shows, which is fine because they're short. It's like Westworld yeah. was an hour of my week, so that's fine. But now I can still jump back into
0: play whatever game oh, I want. Oh, we should have you back to do a Westworld
1: spoiler cast at the end Let's of the season. Do it. Yeah, we're only a couple of episodes away. I know. Yeah. This
0: last week's episode was crazy. So violent. Yeah, that's I all like i'll this say whole season yeah. has been violent very There's, the body count is in like the hundreds insane and you could just
1: see that it's just every time you watch an episode they're just piles bodies. of bodies yeah, yeah. good but, show
3: are either of you two watching no i watched season one i have not watched season two i haven't
2: seen an episode before
1: ever
3: we, we, oh okay so
1: we won't say we'll, anymore we'll, yeah. fi- we'll fix yeah. this but yeah season yeah. one was excellent
0: yeah, season one was, season one was very good. Yeah, I feel like this one's a little rocky. There's just too much going on. Mm-hmm. They're trying to tackle so many things in such a short amount of time that yes. I, they're not letting some of the narrative beats fully develop. I agree, and it's very hard to follow. Is it like <laughs> yeah. the Walking
2: Dead TV show, the trap that kind of fell into? Yeah. Uh,
1: not quite there yet because Walking Dead just been on so many seasons that people yeah. are just so over it and done with it. And mm-hmm. it's like when you hear rumors of actors are leaving, you're like, please be free. (laughs) (laughs) free.
0: Don't
4: do anything else. Be free. Yeah.
0: Release release yourself. But this
1: is only the second season of Westworld, so I don't think that has set in yet. Like people are still want it to be good.
0: Yeah, and I think that what they're what they're suffering from is nothing like what Walking Dead is going through. Mm -hmm. It's a different it's a different kind of problem, but I think because the series is still so new that they have time to course correct. But yes. I also don't know how many seasons of this we're going to get. We have one confirmed, right? But like, it's it's an expensive show. Like, it is pretty much everything HBO does is super <laughs> expensive. <laughs> But um, it's cool. I really love it. But um let's not get too far down yeah. a OS world hole. Um so the GameSpot co-op stage, as we mentioned at the top of the show, um four PM Pacific time on Tuesday, June twelfth, mark your calendars. That's yeah. when we're gonna be on the stage. You guys are our opening act. Wait,
1: really? Yeah, yeah for the co-op Wait, stage. What? Yeah, because we are we everything before that is demo because like there's so much stuff happening Tuesday still in terms of you know conferences. So we're doing the demo stage up until you guys start and then you kick off the co-op stage oh yeah Whoa. yeah your first partners no pressure yeah. or anything it's gonna be great it's gonna be great oh, yeah God, I love it. i'm pumped i'll be there i'll be supporting from the wings make sure nobody rushes Aww. the stage I'm your personal security oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yes yeah. checking people in checking guests in it's gonna be great so will there be so where on the show floor, can you say like where yeah. the booth will be? So if we have people that are planning, that are, have gamer passes that are coming? Yes. Uh Go to West Hall. We're right in
1: front of the Nintendo booth. That's the easiest way to find us. So Ooh. you'll see Nintendo as soon Nintendo as you sign. walk in. We're right in front of there. Yeah. Okay. West Hall.
0: Cool. So come by. If you guys are going to be in Los Angeles, if you have a pass and you're going to be there on Tuesday in particular, do the passes go all three days or do they sell individual day passes? I don't know if they do individual day passes. I don't know.
2: I imagine mm-hmm. they sell day no passes. Idea. I would think they would.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that sounds like the right thing. Yeah. And, and right, they
1: right? extended the hours, and they kind of changed it so it's like industry only for a certain amount of time, and then like we're there till seven. We're like, oh, okay, so we're working
0: till seven. Yeah, but- us too. At the Facebook <laughs> stage, we're <laughs> holding it down in the West Hall lobby. Yay! We'll so have fun. to like high five and uh, yes. we go in and out. of the- <laughs> I'm sure <else laughs> I'll, like I'll run into you so many, many times.
1: We'll, like yeah. I'm going to the next thing. I know. Bye. Good yeah, that's to see the E three high. It's like it the, is. the high buy. I'm on my way to the thing. I love you. Bye. Support yeah. you. Can't stop <laughs> to talk. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> it looks like we only have a
2: all, all day or sorry three day pass. It doesn't look like wow. individual passes. Just FYI, that's all or commitment? nothing. The more you know, that's why it's so
0: expensive. <gasps> that is expensive. Yeah. Two hundred and fifty dollars. Right. That's how much the. Pa- yep. How much it costs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you don't have an E three pass and you want to play some games, uh, the GameSpot does have. An outdoor rig at LA Live this year, which is Ooh. new. So you can check that out at LA Live, and we have uh, casual gaming stations to play Fortnite with other people. And we'll have some groups doing meet and greets there. So if you're a fan of like kind of funny, is going to be doing a meet and greet there. Funhouse is doing a meet and greet there, or you can just play some Fortnite. Yeah, so you don't need a pass Ooh. for that.
0: Nice. And um our friend of the show, Jared Petty, is also doing a stream on the co-op stage on Thursday at 1240 p.m. Wow. Pacific time. I Good believe. memory.
1: Yes, well, we is. just went over it on Games Daily. So <laughs> Yes, he is. Yeah, I'll be co-hosting with him and he's going to bring his own guests. I'm looking forward to seeing who he's bringing. And yeah, he'll be there for 80 minutes. It's kind of a kind of funny day because then we have kind uh. of funny coming on after him.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah. Greg told me that they're closing out the the they show for are. you guys. Yeah. They'll be on, I believe, midday two forty to six p.m.
1: with one break in between.
0: Ah. Wow. Nice. So yeah. w- mm-hmm. we have a nice little bookend for you guys. Yeah. We kick things off. We set the bar high. Mm-hmm. Set it and, nice and, uh, and high. Uh, kind of funny. Just trails and limps at the end. <laughs> just
4: I, love those. I love those guys. They're
0: they're they're my buddies. Um. It'll be it'll be awesome. So you of course are going to be busy. We're all going to be busy running around. But I want to know. What's the one thing that you're like? Oh my god, I can't wait to put my hands on this. Put my hands on. All right. Uh, in terms of putting my
1: hands on, because like the one thing I'm looking forward to is like I want to see more Death Stranding. Just like show me more of it. I want to see more of it. Even if I don't get to play it, can you play a little bit? Yeah. Cause what is on that stage? game? Even what right? is it?
3: I need to know. It's bugging me. It haunts a giant me. Giant acid trip. <laughs> yes. I want to know. All I can True. gain from it. Like that's all I've gotten from everything they've shown so far like it haunts what me What like, the fuck is happening what what it,
1: could the gameplay co- possibly be like i don't know it's a mystery to me but i i hope that we are going to see more of it i just don't know what we're gonna see i
3: hope you control the baby <laughs> yes oh and you do this <laughs> as it's in it's a like, weird supersonic scream the weird the baby in <laughs> <laughs> the thing and it's just like Mah! oh god kojima it-
0: do we, do we think that he's going to go back down the third person action stealth? I could see that. Trope? Do you think that he's going to go that way, that route? Or do you think it's going to be different?
1: I see a mix, but I, I I see a lot of it based in that kind of
3: gameplay. But yeah. Who can there was well? a sneak section. Sneaky sneak. Sneaky sneak. When you were not Norman Reedus, you were the other guy. I already forgot his name. Matt Nicholson. Yeah, that guy. He's like hiding in the pipes. I love their Not bromance. Pipes. Was it pipes? Cadeo I don't know. Big pipes. Big pipes. Yeah, really big pipes. Big pipes. Big, yeah, they were big pipes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know, I feel like, I feel like that meds. world's gonna be so weird. Does, so not, just, does that, no, that doesn't, that's does, not big that pipes. Does, it, doesn't,
2: it doesn't work. Big, big pipes. Hey, that's what she said. <laughs> like, big pipes. I cannot, I cannot lie. That <laughs> was with you, Samir. I was yeah. getting ready to
0: group
3: with you. <laughs> yeah, you were. I, this is why I love you, Brittany. You're just like, you are on board, 110%. She's
0: the shit. yes and of every situation. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> oh, that's
4: great.
0: <laughs> well, you were saying, Brittany. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That game looks so
2: fucking weird that I almost, if it's going to be third person, I want it to be like real close, like over the shoulder so I can get as much detail as possible from that world because like weird baby things and weird things just happen in general, Kojima game. I want to be able to see all the details. So I don't know. Third person might be a waste. Maybe not.
1: That is all. We'll
0: see. I just want to see more. How about you guys? What are you looking forward to get your hands on? Well, for me, I mean, I know this is going to sound one hundred percent biased because I'm working the EA conference, but I said this that Anthem was my most anticipated game. You can go back to our show in December of 2017. Like Anthem has been my most anticipated game, even even though it's no longer coming out in 2018. They're pushing it to 2019. That I, I'm just, I, I need to see more. I'm so ready. For them to just like open it up and be like, "This is the what a large chunk of the gameplay looks like." We're gonna talk to you about what the who the characters are. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show you because yeah. like that what we saw last year was good. Mm-hmm. Was the appetite, just a taste, right? Yeah, too much of too too much of just a taste. though. Yeah, I need I need like a nice hearty chunk. More. Yeah, <laughs> a nice game. Give, it give it your me. teeth
2: into it. <laughs> <That's laughs> yeah, okay.
0: that's what I'm, I'm. really excited for. Oh, and of course, Spider Man, Spider Man, Spider Man. Yes. Oh, I'm so hyped for
1: that game. I cannot wait. I think that's the game I'm most excited about playing. Like, no offense, to Red Dead, but I'm just a Marvel girl. Well, through I mean, and through. I don't
0: even think Red yeah. Dead's going to be at. E3. No, I.
1: I'm, I mean, just for 2018. For oh, okay. 2018, yeah. yeah. But that is the game this year that I'm most looking forward to playing next.
3: Well, it'll Spider-Man. be so different, right? Like yeah. from a lot of the things because we haven't had a really good superhero game. Yes, exactly. Ever? I mean, there's probably like some <laughs> that were okay. Oh, no, the Arkham, I think the Arkham, Arkham game. Yeah. yeah, the Arkham games Sorry. were fine. Yeah. I don't know how I completely forgot about those. It's, it's been, been a games while, cool. I'm also really hot in this apartment, and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> sort of losing my mind. Oh,
0: my gosh. Get some water. Get, Please. Please. Say hydrogen. Choose some ice cubes. Take oh, care yeah. of yourself. And
3: just cover my body in ice packs. Then you can, Just yeah. not frozen bread rolls, Frozen yeah. bread okay? rolls. No, oh, I don't have any more of those. They've been devoured. I saw that clip. I get
0: this. Well, timer which um, which game are which game
3: are you super excited about? Um, I'm, I'm Anthem. I'm right there with you. Bioware fan girls unite. Ooh, ooh. Um, also very excited to see more of Spider Man. I think the one game I'm most I'm not necessarily excited for, but most curious to see is that Days Gone. Like I want to see what they come out with to either win me over or to confirm that this game will not be for me. Um, I'm just curious to see which way that will swing. And then in general, I just always, I live for the moments of surprise Mm -hmm. at the conferences, like Mm -hmm. where you're just like, I never in a million years thought they would do X. I love that.
1: I love that feeling.
3: Yeah.
2: Anthem is definitely my most anticipated game that I know I'm actually going to be able to like, see, I know what's going to be there. That's the thing I'm very much looking forward to. If Resident Evil 2 makes an appearance, the remake... I will blow chunks out of every orifice <laughs> in my body.
0: Please, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Oh, oh no. we're going to be sitting next to you at these conferences. So, oh, if if you can warn you ladies? What going to happen? too. Shoo
3: yourself. Should Stay we bring out ponchos? Zone? Yeah, yeah. Zone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring ponchos. I will
2: cry. I will sob. I will probably crap my pants. Um <laughs> oh,
3: my <God>. uh, <laughs> We'll bring some Febreze. <laughs> I, I'm going to be real excited.
2: I'm going to be real excited. Also, very much looking forward to Smash Brothers. <laughs>
0: I just like the visual of Britney actually crapping her pants is something that is still stuck in my mind. Oh, you're um, welcome. I just remember how squealy you got last year at Bethesda when they showed Dovahkiin as in Link's okay. outfit. When you're drunk, that's amazing. It's amazing when you're sober, but
2: when you're drunk it's just 10 times more I'm an excitable person. I'm all aboard the hype train. Woo-woo. I don't hold back.
0: I just don't hold back. I loved
2: it. It was great.
1: <laughs> That's good. I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, I got you.
1: Who do you want want added to Smash?
2: You know, I can't even say that I really want anyone added to Smash. I'm just excited (laughs) to see what they... I mean, the Smash roster is already pretty freaking huge, right? Mm -hmm. I'm just excited to see what overhauls and what changes they make. I want to see an online tournament system that actually makes sense. I would like to see some third-party characters added. They always have a few. Um, I would also really, really like to see a first uh, single-player adventure mode that's been kind Ooh. of omitted from the past. Yeah. But enough That'd about cool. me. <laughs> I'm on the show every week. Everyone has to listen to me every week. They don't want to listen to me anymore. They want to hear from of you, guys. Of course Chassidy.
1: they do. Of course they want to listen to you. I want to listen to you guys. Aww. I'm here
4: to Aww. listen to you guys.
0: Thanks. <laughs> um, I, I, E3 this year is going to be an interesting one because clearly a lot of people have tried to get out in front of potential leaks by just being like, we're just going to announce stuff now. Yeah. Um, it's been a a more... Like robust pre E3 set of announcements, I think, than really we've seen mm-hmm. in the past. You know, um, ex CEO Kaz that fake Twitter account, which is really <laughs> so funny, good, um, was tweeting uh, a joke about how it's like press conference battle royale. All of the developers with announcements enter and the last one that was standing a, that is was the, was the really person whose game tweet. hasn't gotten leaked or something like that. Yeah, yep. that was a really good tweet. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, it does kind of feel that way though, that mm-hmm. like all of these announcements are happening ahead of time. Uh, and even like big reveals i look at like what ea did with battlefield 5 and having trevor noah on their like one hour reveal yeah. ahead of the press conference it seems like so much information to give out in it a- ahead of time yeah that was a hefty production i was expecting more trailer but it was a hefty production, a hefty production. yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely um we i know when we were doing our prediction show we didn't really do like too much of these crazy hype, out-of-this-world, really, like, ridiculous predictions. <laughs> but if there was, like, a dream, like, wish list oh game that you could get from E3 this year that was at least, like, had a shred, a tiny, huh. tiny shred of realism of it being a thing. Ladies, it's, I'm coming to you next. You better think about it. That's oh, I already t- got my answer. answer. Oh, please oh, go first. You're that's ready. a tough
2: question. Okay, Ocarina of Time released in 1998. I talked about this on the Prediction Show, but I didn't get the chance to really go into how much I would love it. If there was a remake or a remaster of Ocarina of Time, I that would be it. I know I I say really gross things, so I'm excited. Like every <laughs> chunks out of every <laughs> orifice of my body, so my reproduction <laughs> system.
0: <laughs> like that. That's what that's what she does.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I said my reproduction system would follow my body if the Pokemon Switch uh, announcement came this year. I released this year which i still feel like i'm entitled to my reproductive system because the core title is not coming until 2019
1: but 2019. that you You're are good. entitled to Th- it that's You're ta- good we'll
2: have- yeah thank you <laughs> thank you uh yeah that that's my number one like hands down boom or if there's a final fantasy nine something coming which i know isn't gonna happen That, but, but
0: mm, mm, mm. wait what what would come for
2: final fantasy nine? Oh, another like a week re- like what they're doing with final fantasy seven something like that
0: oh like a full remake yeah oh god because you oh. i mean they have their hands full i feel like they gotta I know. finish that's why that one doesn't finish what they started that
2: one doesn't even have a sliver a sliver of hope but the ocarina of time i could say i could see some shit going on
0: what if they announced a teaser for final fantasy 16. Oh, oh! Too
2: soon. They they're still doing
3: DLC. For they
2: still 15. have DLC for 15, but uh, I would love to see. I would love to see that. I, I I would not complain. Do you think they even have a concept yet? Oh, absolutely. Like, uh, oh, that game's definitely oh, already underway. They do. They, I definitely. have no doubt they do. I mean. But if they we I feel like it took them so long to get 15, out I the feel door. like if they showed something from 16, everyone would probably laugh because it's like bros. You have Final Fantasy Seven still. Final Fantasy 15 still has. DLC coming out, and now you're going to tease this other game. I don't think they will, but if they did, all right, I'll lose one ovary. I mean, <laughs> that, if they even if they did, that game wouldn't be coming out for like another ten years. Oh yeah, I'll be I'll be retired by the time the game comes out,
0: but that's fine. Yeah.
2: I'm I'll, I'm Brit, here for the hype. Britt, what
0: if, what if Konami came out and was like, Silent Hill Xbox One exclusive. Oh. Okay. Oh, wow.
2: That So that's interesting because I have never been able to get into the Silent Hill games. And the reason for that is because as you know, it's been a long time since those games came out. I was a wee last something about them like literally freaked me out to my core, like terrified me. And since then I haven't been able to play them. That said I haven't really tried since I was in high school. But if there was a core title coming into whatever platform, I would absolutely play the shit out of it. I would be all over that. I'd like to think I've I've thickened my skin up a little bit. I can handle those games now. Listen, if you can play half the stuff that you, I've seen you
0: play <laughs> on your channel <laughs> and the stuff that you and I played together for lights oh. off, then you can definitely handle handle Silent Hills. So I thought it was. I, I threw it out there because. We haven't really heard a lot from Konami lately, right? Mm-hmm. We obviously Metal Gear Survive is the thing. Nah. Um, you know, Pro Evolution Soccer is still a big title for them, but they made a big show of saying that they've retained the title and mm-hmm. they've retained all of the rights, obviously, to Silent Hill. Um, obviously, Kojima and Guillermo del Toro not working on it at right. all, walked away, but doesn't mean that they're not going to do something with it.
4: Oh,
0: it's possible. Maybe uh, not likely though. Yeah, pine the sky. That would be awesome. I
2: don't have the nostalgic, the nostalgia tied to it like a lot of people do, but I would still get very, very, very excited over that. Yeah. <sighs> Steimer.
3: I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I I mean, like, <laughs> I'm a simple girl. I want for not a lot. Um, another Viva Pinata would be great. They'll never give it to me. That's okay. Um, although I do really like the idea that spawned from last week's show when we were talking about Pokemon Quest. And I was like, why is Pokemon not made like a Viva Pinata style game? That would be amazing. You just have like a little garden thing, but it's all a little Pokemon and they all come to different ones. Like this would be brilliant. And I would play the shit out of that. So, that like even fun. though that will never happen, I think. Well, never it say should. never.
0: Pokemon does a lot of weird stuff, man. Mm-hmm. I would like another Pokemon Snap. I would like another Ugh. Pokemon Stadium. Pokemon Snap seems to be the one thing that I consistently see from several people throughout the uh, the video games media. Everyone's like, mm, "Pokemon Snap seems easy." I feel like they could just do that. Like, so just do it. I <laughs> yeah.
2: agree. I want to see another Pokemon <laughs> Snap. I think if anything, they'll just shove it in the next Pokemon Core RPG title and make it a yeah. feature of that game. They can.
1: They uh, can make a mode.
2: Have a snap mode. Yeah, they snap have mode. They, they had something like that in the last Pokemon games on 3DS. Nothing similar, but I mean, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. You take a picture of a Pokemon yeah. and that's it. There's no like going around in a cart and throwing balls at its face and making it do shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's true. Yep. My dream, my my like pie in the sky announcement I want from E3 is Portal 3. Oh, oh my god. I want a Portal 3. So bad. Fuck Half-Life 3. All about Portal 3. Yes. <laughs> Cuz I feel like that's actually realistic. Yes. I don't think Half-Life is ever happening. I think it's dead in the water. Uh, well, but well, Portal? No, you're right. uh? mm-hmm. no, they could do it.
1: They
4: should. Will they they Who should. Knows? They
0: should. There were like rumors and stuff a long time ago. I just kind of gave up hope. But there've been a lot of rumors about things at Valve. Yeah. I, would- I kind mm-hmm. of want Valve to go back to publishing games. They yeah. could do it.
2: I would like. I know they they had a co op mode, multiplayer mode in the last Portal and Portal Two, but if they made right. the full fledged like campaign also co op friendly, I think that would be freaking awesome. Oh. I'm all yeah, excited now. I'm all not really bothered. Cool. All this talk about Ocarina of Time and Silent Hill and Final Fantasy Nine and other stuff. Man, let's keep the show going for another two hours. Damn, so much
0: hype. Ocarina of Time. Oh, that would oh. be amazing. Oh. Amazing. Oh. Then I could actually maybe finish it. Yes, I never finished it. Don't you shake your head at me. There's plenty <laughs> of things that you haven't seen or finished, Brittany. Go ahead. Just roll it around. <laughs> Her head's going to roll right <laughs>
1: off. Okay. All you. right.
0: Well, this has been awesome. So unless anybody has some incredibly important slash urgent E3 predictions or news they just must talk about.
3: No. Nope. nope. Let's get this show on the road, folks. You guys. Let's <laughs> let's do it.
0: It's almost time. Don't forget, Saturday morning, 11 a.m. Pacific time. Technically, 10.30 a.m. Pacific time is when the pre-show starts. We're going to show you some uh, behind-the-scenes look at what's happening at EA Play at the Fan Fest. Again, I'm co-hosting that with Jose Sanchez. You can find all of the live stream info at ea.com you can also watch the live stream over at gamespot.com um, they will be having the stream there i mean there's a bazillion places you guys can watch the stream please come watch yeah. come support there's going to be a bunch of people trolling me in the twitch chat you know this and i need you guys to be there to help me out oh they're not worth the for you effort.
2: Screw them. I will,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. I will say that I was pleasantly surprised that somebody started a reset era thread about my EA announcement and the responses were almost all positive. Hell That's yeah. Awesome. yeah. That's awesome. That's so great. That never happens, yeah. you guys. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was really exciting. <laughs> and Andrea Renee. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. And trust me, you don't want to miss the anthem segment. Oh, oh my oh. God. That's all I'm going to say. That's all hype, I'm allowed to hype, say. Hype. I just want to pick, they pick your brain up are so showing Anthem EA Play, which is not, I, that's not a secret. <laughs> that's not they, a secret. They, they, <laughs> they've said that. Um, but don't miss it. Um, and, uh, then we will be live at 4 p.m. Pacific time at GameSpot.com for the co-op stage. And you guys can check us starting at noon Pacific time facebook.com slash e3 expo i'm also hosting a couple segments in the coliseum so the coliseum is a cool panel section that jeff keighley is producing and you guys can i believe watch all of that stuff at i think that's also at facebook.com slash e3 expo i need to double check that we will have all of the links um up on on a post we'll have a, a center so we've had a lot of people reach out to us to ask us if we're going to do a meetup chastity asked us if we wanted to do a Mm meetup we sadly couldn't make it work with the timing um to do it uh, at the GameSpot truck but we're hoping that we could maybe do something by the seat of our pants but if you guys are going to be at e3 make sure you're following us on twitter at what's good underscore games because that's where we will be posting any potential meetup it'll probably be super last minute if it happens (laughs) we'll be like hey we're at this bar come and have a drink it won't be as organized as the pax east meetup was (laughs) oh no um but we do want to see you. If you guys see us, please stop by the stage. Please don't be afraid to come up and say hello. We would love to meet you and hug or shake hands or take photos or, you know, high five and talk about what games you played on the show floor because that's most definitely what I'm going to probably ask all of you. So what did you see? Because that's what we do. We share our love of games. We
2: do. Uh mm-hmm. Britt,
0: did I miss anything?
2: Nay. No, I don't think so.
0: I don't think so either. I think Wonderful. That's, that's a lot. Um, and Chastity, where can people find you if they want to follow your shenanigans and find out what you're doing over on GameSpot Universe? Ah, uh, the easiest way is to follow me on Twitter. I'm at Chastity underscore V, or
1: you can just subscribe to GameSpot Universe, youtube.com slash GameSpot Universe. Or you can do both. Do
0: both. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll have to have you back at the end of Westworld. Please. Yes. We can, uh, we can. I'm eager to talk about it. it. Yes. It'll, it'll be great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful weekend. We hope you guys are as hype for E3 as we are. (laughs) And look forward to our uh, Live from E3 podcast next Friday. And uh, we'll see you guys then. Bye, everybody. Bye. I'm so excited. Oh, my God.